I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if I do say so myself. I've noticed that and I think our listeners have noticed too because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Hey, y'all. I just want to say a huge, huge thank you to each and every one of my 443 patrons on Patreon. You guys are the shit. Like, I cannot express my gratitude enough, and I'll never stop saying thank you to you. You guys are the best. 
And your support has made this podcast possible and has helped this podcast grow and has allowed me to make Babe, which I don't know if you know this, but there's two new episodes of that this week. So you should go to babepodcast.com to check it out. I also want to thank my $5 plus patrons for asking all the amazing questions they asked this week. We will cover them in the episode. And I was so excited to see how many of you wrote in and submitted questions. And if you are a $5 plus patron, you too can ask questions that will be featured on this podcast. So if you go to www.patreon.com slash podcast, you will find the links to where you can submit those questions. So please keep them coming. I can't wait to answer each and every one of them. Um, if you are out of the loop completely and you're like, what is this girl talking about? Let me clue you in. For as little as $1 per episode, you can be in my sexy, unique world, and this will allow you access to the wonderful bonus episodes that I produce every week. And should you decide to increase your pledge to $2 per episode, you would have access to one of my pet projects, the Vanderpump Rules Hierarchy of Darkness. And aside from those two levels, there's also many more that you can come in on as a patron, but every single pledge helps. And whether you're pledging $50 an episode or you're pledging $1 an episode, I appreciate you so, so much. And if you want to get more info, please visit www.patreon.com slash podcast, And it is there that you will find everything you need to get involved with your favorite podcast, SEP. So without further ado, I give you this week's episode. This is the Sexy Unique Podcast, an exploration of Vanderpump Rules. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. And I'm your host, Lara Marie Shane Hall. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy, hope your cakes up. London with the beach, here we go so in. Come go with a friend, you'll be both in. Awesome. (laughs) Um, I'm really excited about this week's guest because this is the first time I've really had like a professional on the show. And so I would like everyone to welcome Dr. Dini Eichenstein. Thank you. Did I do that right? You did it. Okay, good, good, good. I wanted to say like Eichenstein. I don't know. It's really hard. You know, I always am like butchering people's last names, which feels unfortunate because people always butcher my name. So yeah. How do you say your name? Lara. No, the last name. Shane Halls. Shane Halls. That's harder for me. It's not Laura. No, it's definitely not. It's really not. Yeah. So I'm excited to have you here. We have a lot of questions that fans wrote in because I think if there's one thing these people need in their lives, it's a therapist. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and that's what you do. <clears throat> that is what I do. Okay. Yes. I'm a psychologist. A psychologist. Do you specialize in any sort of like particular um, area of psychology? Yeah. I see a lot of young women and teens with anxiety. Okay. That's my bread and butter. I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of the listeners can relate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so wait, when? how long have you been watching Vanderpump Rules for? Um, I actually started season two. Okay. I was really turned off by the first episode. The like trick from Real Housewives into Vanderpump Rules felt mm-hmm. like really fake and cheesy and I hated it. Yeah. But then our mutual friend Ryan. Mm-hmm 
I know him. Me. I've heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> convinced me I would like it. And mm-hmm. he was very right. Yeah. I love right. spreading the word. Yeah. So I went back to season one, but I still think I have some episodes I've never seen, which is a treat waiting for me. Season one is a treat waiting for you. Cause once you actually get into liking the show, then you can appreciate the true darkness of season one. Cause they're all in like, like their life style in season one mm-hmm. is really really shitty mm-hmm. and so you mm-hmm. get like a real it's that's like, nice yeah they yeah. haven't really had like i mean they've had pretty minimal glow ups if you ask me but like they have glow down they have they've glowed down to the like most darkest deepest layer mm-hmm. of downage mm-hmm. one can possibly glow <laughs> in season one so it's a definite it's a good one no, but I think they kind of look amazing season one. They do. They look they actually... They glow down now. Yeah. Like they, age and drinking and partying. The drinking and partying, it's weird because like, I mean, I guess they have a ton of injectables. Like their skin looks tight. It's tight. But sometimes I wonder like their makeup must just be really, really good. Because if I had like two cocktails and then tried to film something, I would look like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they like have a system where they like touch each other up or yeah. give them a nod like yeah or maybe like smeared or something yeah I wonder if they have like hair and makeup people now that will do their Sheena does yeah right? Sheena definitely does because hers is like caked on you can and like see lashes it. yeah lashes, lashes ponytail long ponies like a matte lip yeah it's too much I think she has enough work that she doesn't need all the makeup yeah like there was a flashback to her and Shay in this episode and she looked just like really fresh faced mm-hmm. and like I miss that pretty and I miss that too. Do you remember when Sheena was doing that like no makeup makeup for a while? I don't. Oh, she sorry had this like period of beauty where she was doing like caking on foundation and concealer mm-hmm. and but trying to do like a fresh face mm-hmm. look, like but a dewy just, look. yeah, but just with mm-hmm. all the makeup, but mm-hmm. presenting as though there was no makeup. That sounds good for her. Yeah. She it doesn't was, need a lot. I know, but it was like, it was like, you could tell that she was oh. still wearing, it just looked like she was wearing a full face of makeup without the eye makeup. Oh. Like it, it was didn't, a pancake face. It was a pancake no face, eye. but like her neutral, natural look. That sounds bad. Yeah. It was like classic <laughs> Sheena. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when she's bare, it's the best. Bare yeah, face. She looks good. Yeah. She looks great. I think. I think her plastic surgery is probably the best out of everyone so far. I don't know if Ariana has had work done, but she looks always amazing. Yeah, she does look amazing. This season, she looks like she's had a little bit of work done. A little something. Yeah, I think she's had like a little bit of lip injection. Mm -hmm. Something around the mouth is looking Mm -hmm. like plumped. Kristen's work is the worst, I would say. Kristen... Yeah, I don't her know. Her lips are going. Her lips are going pretty wild. It it evened out for a while. Like she mm-hmm. got veneers and got lips and mm-hmm. I think she got surgery to like restore Oh, right, the uh, accident. Yeah, like restore symmetry to her face. But there is something that's like a little off sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like her hair is thinning. Her hair has always kind of been in a sad place, mm-hmm. but I just I need my girl Dodie to like pull up her bootstraps i know she's trying <laughs> she's trying this episode she got one joke in so i was happy i like that, that joke yeah it, it was actually a good one. made me lol i know it was the first time we've actually seen her like have any sort of real screen time yeah but season. still in a confessional yeah 
Um, let's jump into the episode because there's a lot to talk about. Um, we start back at Katie and Tom's palace and it's the end of the night after they've been at the party where it's revealed that Schwartz made out with that girl when she, when he was blackout. Mm -hmm. So everyone goes back to their apartment to have a group therapy where they literally just sit in a circle and Katie like confronts him. That was one of the craziest things I've ever seen on the show. <laughs> that there is a cheating revelation and the whole group gets together yeah. to process. Except for Jax. Yeah, maybe he one was of the like people out. That, he was like excluded or yeah, something. Yeah, he was maybe one of the people that could have benefited from like an intervention the most, but Katie dismissed him like immediately. Right. Did she say like you're not welcome here? Yeah, so she goes, that what happened? I don't recall requesting your presence here. Mm, punishing. Yeah. yeah. And then he just like scootered down the hall oh yeah and his stupid scooter on his dumb scooter oh it's my like God. i can't like how does jacks like not understand that like it's not the time for lols at this exact moment like no, this is a time doesn't. for he doesn't like he can't read the room and see like this is a serious time like you're in the you're in the doghouse <laughs> schwartz is in the doghouse like this is not a lol zone like you need to be respectful he yeah i it. was also thinking about like this is what you do with your money. Mm-hmm. Like invest it. Like you should invest your money. Like why are you buying cooler <laughs> scooters? Like this is a child who came into money. Yeah, that is a really good point too. What is that? It's just, I don't even know. It's like, every, isn't every scooter or isn't every like cooler a scooter? Because you can, it's just on wheels You just naturally. need a little like uh, steering. Yeah thing i feel like but they have the long handle so you could just sit on okay. a scooter Maybe and roll it on it yeah so i don't understand like how much do you think that was i'll bet three hundred dollars um, no i think more i think it was like branded and like he got sold into like <laughs> buying a really expensive like top of the line <laughs> like he went into a sharper image and was just poking around one day when he was like kind of hungover, mm-hmm. and then the salesperson was like, "I'll bet this guy would go for this." Or like a stone purchase. I could see it being like a st- like this is an amazing idea. I don't think he smokes weed. I think he was saying mm-hmm. last episode that he never he doesn't smoke blunts and he doesn't even say the word blunt. But like, I think I thought he just meant like I don't smoke blunts, but like I'll oh. smoke out of a pipe. I don't know. I feel like Jax is more of an amphetamine kind of guy. That is. And like, probably true, like raging alcoholic, like mm-hmm. cokehead. So, mm-hmm. but I could see him just getting like really jazzed up about the scooter yeah. idea. Yeah. He was probably with Schwartz when he got it. Yeah, they because they kind of co-sign in bad, yeah, bad ways. That seems like a Schwartz purchase. Yeah, I agree. His influence is all over it. Um, the hallways of this apartment building, uh, they look like a mental institution. Yeah, it's wor- I was going to say dorm, but it's way worse. The yeah. lighting, mm-hmm. fluorescent lighting, linoleum floors, white hospital paint on the walls. Cavernous, like, and doors to get through one hall Other to doors. get to another yes. hall is yes. very... and It's, it's like, like on lockdown. Yeah, it is on lockdown. It's like a Hannibal Lecter is waiting for you at the end of the hallway. It is so dark. And the elevator, which I saw on someone's story, mm-hmm. was equally dark. Yeah. You don't see it on the show. You don't really see it on the show, but it is featured in stories in the elevator. It is. It's just the whole... It seems like a service elevator. Yeah. It's very like the fake wood paneled walls. Mm-hmm. But those hallways are just like, they've, they've haunted me. 
for yeah. a long time yeah. and continue they to are haunt. haunted yeah um katie's group therapy session uh it doesn't really go anywhere because tom schwartz is like he hates confrontation and he can't like you kind of see in this episode how he's like how he gaslights her like mm. it it didn't it took a while for me to like see it clearly but like this episode and last episode you see how he makes these decisions that incite some sort of conflict and then when she tries to confront him he like can't handle it so he kind of just like does a cutesy act mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. and then the conflict even is more enraging yeah it's horrible and the conflict is never resolved yeah. so then she simmers in anger and like they just keep going along with their lives and then all of a sudden she like flips out at him once she's had too much to drink and then he gets to be like oh my god she's She's fucking crazy crazy." yeah and that that became like so crystal clear especially last episode yes i do wonder if similarly for Jax and Brittany, if they are choosing to have behind the scenes one-on-ones that Mm -hmm. are not filmed and then so it just looks like they only they're completely avoiding it or only talking about it in groups Mm -hmm. because if that's actually what's happening that is so dark yeah like if they're actually not talking talking about it versus not filming it yeah i mean it seems like whenever they're alone they're just having sex and then <laughs> whenever they're out and about is when they kind of talk about it. And of course, like alcohol just makes things mm, come mm-hmm. to life in a whole mm-hmm. new way. So the sex part of it too, like them like fucking like crazy now that they've entered this like moment of strife in their relationship is such a real thing. Yeah. 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 What do it's you make like, of that? I wish I knew. <laughs> Like, I like I actually thought about it and was like, my mind, like, became fried. I was like, <laughs> I don't, it's so, it's so dysfunctional. Yeah, it's very dysfunctional. I guess, I mean, like, I'm going to take a shot in the dark. Like, okay. she wants to feel close again. They both do. Mm-hmm. After, like, something wounding happens. And, like, maybe that's the easiest way or the only way they know how to reconnect mm-hmm. is by having sex. Yeah, because it's been so, like, there's been a bond that's been so broken that it's like, let's make it back up with our bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Like we can't use our words. Mm-hmm. Let's use our bodies. Interesting. Yeah. Cause I've been through, I've been through that period in a relationship with someone before where it's like, things got so sad that then they turn into like a horny place. And then uh-huh. it's like, what the fuck? Like, why am I so turned on? And we're literally both like crying our eyes out. And then it just turns into sex. And it's like, it's a really, I've never had like a sadness as an aphrodisiac before. Yeah. Well, what did you you make of it? I just made of it that I needed to get out of that (laughs) relationship. I was like, I can't like keep, I can't go through sad moments and then start when I get turned on by the sad moments. It's like, I can have maybe like two to three sad sex. Mm trysts and Mm -hmm. then it's time to say goodbye have your fun and leave before it gets too dark yeah but you saying that about the bonding thing that makes a lot of sense because i feel like after a fight or something you want to be able to like feel close to someone yeah and you do feel close after a fight usually like Mm -hmm. if you can get to a place of mutual understanding yeah and i feel like that just like very quickly turns into sex Mm -hmm. for them but then they leave it it seems like they just then leave it there and they don't continue a conversation it's just like okay that's what it's looking like yeah and it almost (laughs) seems like she 
like they all need the whole group around them to have the conflict. Mm -hmm. Like they can't do it alone. Like they're not strong enough alone or something. Something happens like they feel empowered Mm -hmm. by like having this like group mentality when they're like, fuck, yeah, fuck. And she's like, you know what? Yeah, I am mad. Like now I can be mad. Mm -hmm. And like Jax doesn't make it easy for her to have any feelings. Like he turns into such an asshole. And he goes for like the easy digs too. And just like, because I don't know if you watched Kentucky, which I watched some of it before it was unbearable. Okay. Yeah. So the end like, which is like the whole entire thing was unbearable. But the very end in the episodes when you see their fighting dynamic, it's just like you can't win in a fight with someone like Jax, like who's never going to fight fair, who's going to so like... weird. Yeah. And so, and who then undermines your emotions. So like yeah. whenever she cries, it's like he doesn't even take it seriously. And he t- says, stop pretending, like stop. Oh, the Oscar yeah, goes to... Like, like he makes her into like a fake victim. Yeah. Which is like, I don't know. I, mean, I feel like Tom Schwartz has the opposite approach where he like turns into like a, a, like a little puppy. You can't be mad at me. Like I'm a lost boy. Yeah. And Jax is like aggressive with mm-hmm. her when she gets upset. Yeah. He's and mean. He's so mean. I think he's like abusive. He and he also like, I get a sense that he probably in private will tell her things along the lines of like, you could never do this on your own. Like, you you could not like be on the show. You for wouldn't sure. be here if he it wasn't for me. Gets there on the on camera. Mm-hmm. He's like leading down that alley when he says like, who like, who? What does he say about like money? Like who pays for your stuff? Like who? I don't. I don't. Even, I can't even remember. But it's like it's leading down. Like you. You are nothing without me. Yeah. It's like I support you, and you just sit on the couch all day and blah blah blah. And it's like well. Not really. I mean, she has like a job. She's on a show. She's a character on a reality show. She is now. She works on, she works at the restaurant. Yeah, but he does have a lot more power. Well, yeah, he definitely does. I mean, he is the reason that she's on the show. Yeah. But she kind of knew what she was getting into. That ties into a question that we'll talk about later because I saw that a fan had written something like that my favorite part too was katie was like you don't get to start fires and then walk away and then she like brings up the group therapy session she then gets up and walks away (laughs) (laughs) she does and doesn't she say like you're not the person i married yeah and it's like no that's is exactly who you married yeah what did you think happened in between then and now a marriage is not a band-aid that like then fixes all the problems it's not like pre-marriage and then post-marriage things are going to be different with someone no and i think she had like a honeymoon euphoria Mm -hmm. that's really common after you get married because it's like so romantic and like everyone's celebrating you and you're like the center of attention you like go on this honeymoon that stassi came on yeah but then like eventually the old dynamics come back Mm mm-hmm and you're left right back where you started. Yeah. You're back at, they're literally back at like three weeks before the wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oof, so dark. Lala is a hostess again. Thank God. Yeah. This show needed Lala. I need Lala. Yeah. We all need Lala. She's an icon, a warrior, and a princess. She's wonderful. Yeah. I, I, even the fucked up things she says, I like. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. She's kind of, she has like a star quality that's like Kardashian mm-hmm. adjacent, where mm-hmm. I feel like she can, she has the look. A, she just looks hot all the time. Yes. And then, 
I feel like she's getting better at handling her like reactiveness Mm -hmm. and channeling it in a way that like is more becoming for her as like a character on a show than like, yeah, it's like just reactive enough that it brings us drama, Mm -hmm. but she's not leaving the show. Yeah. It's great. That's what we want. Yeah. I'm here for Lala forever. Um, then Jax and Brittany like are discussing in the bar whether or not they should have a housewarming party. Brittany is excited to have the party so that people will like stop so that the focus will be off their relationship. And then Jax is like, maybe if people are eating my food and drinking my booze, Again. they won't, they won't like confront me about He's anything. Like such an old school man. Yeah. Like, this is my lawn. Like, get off my lawn. Or, like, you're going to respect. Like, my house, my rules. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay. It's very regressive. Okay, so I was talking to someone today who suggested that maybe Katie has had media training in between Mm. last season and this season, which kind of was, like, an aha moment for me because I was, like, she is not as reactive this season. She actually is, like, apologetic and, like, she keeps her shit way more together. She's kind of having, like, a Camille Grammer yeah like i saw myself on tv and next season i'm Mm -hmm. gonna calm down yeah or i'm just not gonna say as much i'm not gonna say anything maybe she went to therapy maybe that's the best case scenario that would have been a great that would have been a great move for her i thought she handled the lala conversation from beginning to end pretty well yeah like she was like excuse me are you too busy right now or may i take you aside like she was Mm -hmm. like so respectful yeah and she was like i understand that i accept your apology yeah but it did feel like pretty genuine to me Mm -hmm. it felt authentic and like that she was when she was like well i actually like can't say anything to that when lala was like yeah i heard you were talking shit about my relationship it's so funny because that is not a justification in the real world no. but she was like i completely understand why you would retaliate and like light my relationship on fire after that like it was a mutual understanding of craziness yeah it was and i'm living for like the house of cards effect that it's like one person talks shit on someone's relationship and suddenly it's like Jax is cheating rob's Valletta's cheating like Tom Schwartz made out with this girl, everyone. And so everyone like to get back at someone else is being like, well, your boyfriend made out with this person. What about Carter? Yeah. Do you think we're going to get any revelation about Carter or is he like chained down at home? Carter seems like he's on a short leash. Yeah. Like if anyone's going to cheat in that relationship, I would think it would be Kristen. And I would love to watch that. I I was actually thinking like, why do none of these women cheat? None of them. Has there any, has there ever been... Kristen cheated on Tom. Okay, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But they, I mean, and and later they came out and said, like, we both cheated on each other, like, a ton of times. But I think Tom and Ariana had, like, a fling while he was still with Kristen. Like, it came out later that they made out, but I'm, I mean, no one really, like, just Just makes out. Mm -hmm. But I feel like they all cheat on each other. I don't know. The girls feel pretty, like, in the patriarchy to me. Katie then is becomes mad at Sheena. I like her progression of being like blank, like cannot <laughs> confront Schwartz. So like first I'm going to get mad at Lala and then I yeah. realize I can't really get mad at Lala. So now I'm going to get really mad at Sheena. That, yeah. She completely diverts her anger to Sheena. Yeah. Which is like, they all do. They I all think do. All of their Sheena is like the sacrifice. She's the, she's the target. Yeah. She's the one that they she's would an like easy target. Yeah. They she would purge is, her. She's an infuriating person. I think to be, friends with yeah or in relationship with mm-hmm. like when, what does she say she's like 
I wasn't gossiping. I had to tell. She's like, I had to tell Lala. Like, yeah. I'm her friend. I'm like, that's not how friendship works. No. She knows that it's going to be brought up like on camera and then like get another response. Like, I mean, and, and it's possible that she just planned with Lala, like, I'll come over to your house and I'll tell you about this and yeah. you can like drop yeah. the ball. Like, I'm sure that they're how plotting. Much do you th- well, I think we learned that Sheena is producing from when she like dropped the divorce on Shay. Oh, on yeah. Camera. Oh, yeah. Like she's she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Sheena very and, much knows what she, she's and doing. And I thank her for it. Yeah. It's like, it's so fun to watch, but she's also just so like, she's clueless. I know. And she wants to be, I see who she wants to be and it's so like right there, but Mm -hmm. like, she'll never get that. (laughs) Like it's, and it's just like to watch her try and grasp at it to like maneuver these relationships. And you can tell that she thinks that she's fooling everyone. She's fooling herself. Yeah. I, I think there's so much denial. Yeah. I don't think she's she's aware of what she sounds like. That's like a classic in need of therapy person, though, is like to go from a six or seven year long relationship that w- resulted in like a two year marriage to divorce mm-hmm. to then dating right away and being like, well, that was just a blip on the radar. Like, I'm ready to get married. Like, And also dating someone she already knew. Mm-hmm. So it's like she even reverted back to an ex. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> like more of a red flag than actually just trying to date a I new person. I think so. I think so. Because you're going back to like a comfortable... Yeah, she couldn't even like find out who she is alone or with a new person. Like she went back to her ex from like 10 years ago or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. Um, Katie finds out that Tom was calling another woman Bubba. I hope that's not true. That was more painful than anything. Really? Than him making out, I think. I feel like it's like he was so drunk that he just like that girl kind of looked like Katie. And so no. Have you ever been that drunk where you can, you confuse like someone for that long? No. Like my significant other was random. Actually, I don't think that's possible. Yeah. Like maybe if you were on some kind of drugs that are like hallucinatory. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not believing that. No. Oh my God. And she was out of town. Like, how could he confuse? Yeah. He was there alone. It's just, I'm not buying that. So it's just, but I could, I also don't think I would ever call someone a pet name that I had for my like significant other. No, that's why it's so dark. Yeah. Oof. I feel like Katie's outsourcing the punishment now to Lisa to like, because she can't, she's never been able to set a boundary with Tom Schwartz, like ever. And so... And she can't really like get mad at him and like mm-hmm. follow through on any sort of like they can't. It seems like they can't come to any sort of agreement that it's like maybe you should drink less or let's like confront the real problems let's at go hand. To let's go to therapy. It's like, OK, well, now you have this big thing on the line and like Lisa can be in control and she can lay down the law. I hated that. Me too. I hated it so much. I but I hated Lisa in it. Mm-hmm. Like first of all, when there's the revelation at the party, and Lisa's like, "Come here!" Like, no, you need to tell me right now. It's like, yeah. why? What are you doing? You're so thirsty for the drama, yeah. And to like be this like evil mother figure in the mix, mm-hmm. and then punishing him about there's just no boundaries anywhere. Yeah, it's just all so enmeshed. Because it's like that has nothing to do really with like 
can you give me $60,000 and I can open a restaurant? Like, no. I don't think she's going to give him the keys and be like, close up shop tonight, Schwartzy. Like he owns 5% of that restaurant. I like, think she just wants more drama mm-hmm. and she knows if she's mad, then it creates then it's more drama. Yeah. Higher stakes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think she wants the airtime. I don't think she cares about being on the show as much. I think she just like loves to like stir the pot mm-hmm. because then it'll create like a ripple effect of fighting. And then yeah. she benefits off yeah. of that. Yeah. It's really bad. It's bad. I've been really having a hard time with her. Yeah. On the housewives and on the show. Why? Cause she just is like a pot stir. She is so manipulative mm-hmm. and she, I think the amount of power she has over these people is more than we think about. Yeah. Like if she wants them off the show, they're off the show. At this point, she needs a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Like they have power too, but I don't think they know. No. And I think that she's pulling a power flex on Kristen and trying to get her off the show. I feel like that's the reason we have like not seen like Kristen doesn't have her own yeah, storyline. She, like she doesn't like her. And she's like, and Kristen was cut out of the like, po- like trailer for this season. She had like one moment in the trailer and then she is like not really been in these episodes. That's really a loss for us. I know it's a, I'm mourning every day, but there's not much Mm -mm. that's the thing too like she's not making a case for herself yeah what is her involvement like she was super aggressive with um with sheena Mm -hmm. telling her about the cheating episode like that was really aggressive yeah but anyone could have delivered that yeah it wasn't specific to her kristen's like it's sad I, i feel badly for her because it's like she is so entertaining when she's unstable like that's when she is gives me the most but But that's true for all of them yeah and And in order for them to be yeah (laughs) that is the darkest thing about all of this yeah is that the more they burn the more we laugh Mm -hmm. oh lisa explains those floral arrangements to like that sad woman who could not like crazy that, that was, was se- that was season one real housewives lisa vanderpump yeah like she treated staff i'm rewatching, mm-hmm. and i've like noticed that she treated staff and lower class people very differently mm-hmm. in early seasons like someone must have like media trained her yeah but it was so, like, like a flashback and she like used a little like voice with her mm-hmm. that was like you don't understand english voice i'm gonna speak very slowly, slowly and say beautiful and then like pull the flower back and make meaningful. And it looked eye like contact. shit, by the way. Yeah, when she pulled that disgusting. petal back, yeah. that looked terrible. I was like, these flowers, you just ruined a good, perfect, two perfectly good roses. Lisa and Stassi have like an event planning snooze meeting. Stassi's, I hate this storyline. By I the way, it's Get so it out worthless. Of here. Um, Stassi's spray tan remains haunting. The hands. You can always spot it on her white hands. It's and her, her hand, orange. And then her, there's always a streak up her arm. It's just so uneven. I don't understand why it's still so bad. If you have the money to turn a room in your apartment into just shoes, then you have the money to invest in a good spray tanner that comes like it's once so, a week. It's so weird. It's like literally $40. And like, it's every shot of her. I see a bad spray tan. Yeah. She... It's splotchy. It's like it's orange. I don't know if she's trying to make that like her brand or if she feels like it makes her more relatable or if she's like using weird product or like I need to I have a lot of questions about the spray tan. It's very it seems a little bit out of character. Yeah. To me like she seems very obsessive mm-hmm. and like perfectionistic. Mm-hmm. Not that she has good 
taste, but I feel like she would be very like specific about her spray tan and her prep and like making it perfect. And yeah. it's, that's not, that's not happening. No, it certainly is not. The boys go back to uh, having a paint party. Tom said he was going to take them to the Joshua tree, which <laughs> killed me. Um, but he has to keep it chill because he's in the dog house with Katie right I now. Hate this. Yeah. So they go paint and like, you just see again how spineless Schwartz is. Cause like they pull out a bottle of absinthe, which is literally the most disgusting thing that you could like drink a Why shot. Why are of. they drinking so much absinthe? I don't know. Who drinks absinthe? No one drinks absinthe. And like the absinthe laws are not funny. Like, the that little like joke yeah, of flashback yeah, yeah. back to it's like that doesn't that happen. was fake that was and fake. it was fake like yeah. you made it you edited it to yeah. look like they were tripping yeah they and were not some producer was like wouldn't it be funny if you guys were like tripping and then they like were like okay action and then like they acted out this little it's thing a little bit like turning into a sitcom yeah they're really and now they're leaning into that yes. i feel like from a production standpoint yes. being like what are these funny moments but like the twist is that all those funny moments are the least funny moments of the show agree and the best moments are when like britney's like everyone come over here and try some junk dale beans y'all and, like, <laughs> um, so schwartz gets peer pressured into taking a shot of absence barely by the way yeah it's just like come on he's like okay and you would think that sandoval would be like respectful like that's what no. throws me is that like i thought of out of anyone sandoval is gonna be like you're right man like just let's paint then and like but he, none of these guys mm -hmm. really truly care. They all like love each other more than they love their yeah, girlfriends. They're all in love with each other. What do you make of that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm um, going to put you on the spot, but like they're obsessed with each other. Their actual relationships, like their romantic relationships seem devoid of like real intimacy and knowing each other. And like they get, um, they get everything they need from the group. Mm -hmm. And then like they're left with their partner to like live with and like maybe have sex with. But it's like just to be a part of the group. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like they're with each other for the group. Yeah, they all kind of are. Mm -hmm. Because if one, if like you break the chain, then like that's like, especially last season, if Tom and Katie were to break up, mm -hmm. it would fracture the entire friend group. Yeah, they can't. And also I wonder how much of it is like, we have the show, we make money from the show. Like what will happen? Like, will I lose my livelihood? Will I lose like... It's a lot of, it's like higher stakes than even a relationship. Mm -hmm. It's like financial. The guys all act like idiots and like paint dicks on their thing. And it's like, you're 36 and 38 years old. I like know. what is going on? And then he was like, she said not to paint penises on the aprons. I was like, did she really say that? It's a weird thing to say. It's a weird thing to say. <laughs> but she was like, I know you guys, I know you're going to want to paint penises. <laughs> Remember, no penises. The here. <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, and it's just like these idiots like who are you guys whoever painted the one who painted the one of sandoval tom schwartz painted sandoval that was the best one yeah that was a great one who painted the colors jacks painted the colors not surprised yeah that was like couldn't the, follow directions no Would it wouldn't wouldn't I should follow say. directions and wouldn't go with what the other guys wanted, wanted. to do just does whatever he wants yeah like wouldn't paint one of Schwartz. 
<laughs> which I feel like probably hurt Schwartz's feelings. Probably. He seems very sensitive. Yeah. And it feels like, I feel like Jack's and Schwartz's relationship is really like its own form of abusive relationship because mm. they used to live together for a really long yeah. time. And they like, he like hazed the shit out of Tom Schwartz. And then now I feel like they bond over like telling each other about their indiscretions and like holding secrets for each other. Mm-hmm. But that anytime that Jax is about to like get blown up for something, he always knows that he can like throw Schwartz under the bus too. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. I feel bad for Schwartz in that relationship. In his relationship with, with Jax. Jax. Yeah. yeah. It feels like he's treated really badly. <laughs> remember when he called him from like the alley a a few episodes ago when he was sobbing yeah when he was sobbing and then he was like everyone's talking about you man and then uh, uh, suddenly you hear him go like no 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 i would never i would never and it sounded like jack's like got mad at him him. yeah i was screaming at him on the other end of the phone jack's is scary i'm scared of jack's yeah his anger is like not a joke Mm -mm. And like next episode where he's like throws of Schwartz's phone against the wall. Mm -hmm. So many phones being thrown Mm -hmm. on the show. Um, The girls go to lunch and the waitress asks Brittany what she's drinking. She's like, vodka soda, but I kind of want a shot. And it's like, (laughs) again, with like, they get like lit. Yeah. Yeah. This is like brunch, not even brunch. Like when do you, you don't take shots during the day. How do they drink that much? I have no idea. it's just too much liquid. Like, I don't know how they do it. I would like fall down. I would, I would not be able to function if I had no way a vodka soda and a huge shot of whiskey at lunch. Breakfast, maybe. I don't even know. Yeah. Brit needed to take some of the edge off. (laughs) Sad. (laughs) It's sad. It's sad. And she's not talking about like her problems with jacks like instead it's just like shots i wonder if she's trying to protect the relationship by not talking about it on camera or like if she truly doesn't like these are the questions like are you truly not talking about it because this is great this is like such a betrayal it's such a trauma to the relationship and she's just like y'all i don't want to talk about it tonight i'm like okay but also i will say that group of girls it's like not safe. Mm-mm. Like they're like, we are here for you, but also like we'll murder. Yeah. Like they're not a safe group. They feel like really intense and like really can like gang up on you. And she knows she's going to stay with Jax. Yeah. She knows. She doesn't even pretend she's going to leave. It's not even a second. Mm-hmm. You can rot in hell was the closest she got. Yeah. So, and like she knows they want her to do that. Mm-hmm. So she just kind of, I mean, they are new friends. Yeah. They're only fair. like, she's the newer, the newest friend in the group. Yeah. It's been like a year. Yeah. Jax says he's doing community service on her vagina. And Ew. then he, he can't believe, oh no. But then Tom Schwartz is like, you've never blacked out in your life. And is in a state of disbelief that Jax has just never blacked out. I'm which kind of in I a state kind of, of was disbelief in a, too. Yeah. I kind of. Did Jax say, yeah, I never have. I think he said he would always remember doing stuff like that. Mm. but some people don't black out that's true which was a different realism i didn't realize that because i'm a person that will like black out eventually Mm -hmm. i'm a schwartz if you will (laughs) no you're not (laughs) not a button i won't go as far as to confuse a a human being from for another human being but i have had a blackout moment or two in my life Mm -hmm. the toka madera of it all oh my gosh for those of you who don't live in LA, Toka Madera, there's like a certain breed of restaurant that like and night clubs and hot spots that these types of like 
hipster people hang out mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. and toka madera is like peak vanderpump so i've never been inside have you can you describe it i've been inside once with ryan we went to go meet someone for dinner i think and we walked inside it's very dark and like it's like velvet walls like dark purple velvet and like dark wood and like Mm. it'll be like bright outside and you go in and it's like dark with a bar in the middle and then like i think there's a skylight over the bar so only the bar is like has daylight on Mm -hmm. it and then it's just like dark corners everywhere and like playing like really bad, like top 40 music. Uh-huh. That sounds right. And it's like overpriced. Like everything's, it's expensive. It's a kind of restaurant that you would go to and you'd spend like $85 for dinner, but you've had like two drinks, an entree and like a dessert. And it was bad. And it was bad. Mm-hmm. It's like sir level yeah. of food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like people who are operating on like a Vanderpump level of being think that it's like hot. The best. Yeah. yeah. And it's filled like with people. You have to try it. Yeah. That are like, they're like, are you going to Toca Madera later? And they're like, yeah, I'll see you at Toca Madera. Toca Madera. Yeah. And it like, like ha- is it Spanish? Like, what are they saying? I don't know. Toca I don't Madera. know what like the, the menu fare is. Cause Ryan and I literally walked in and like a waitress was rude to us and pretended <laughs> like she couldn't seat us, even though the restaurant was virtually empty. Best. Then finally she seated us at like a bar table and then we were like, what are we even doing here? This place is scary, Larry. We got to go. <laughs> and so then we just like walked out, like didn't even do a drink order. We were just like, bye. Wow. Okay. Well, glad you've been inside. Yeah. And then I, was I vowed wondering. never to go back. Never. And then when it came out that Sheena's man was seen making out with someone at Toka Madera, I was like, this tracks. Like, of And I course. think it was someone who worked there, yeah, right? Yeah. Someone that like, works at Sir. He loves restaurant staff. And at Toka Madera. Yeah. Which right, is right, the right. perfect like plane. <laughs> <laughs> to of like <laughs> restaurant it's industry parallel. yeah very parallel when it was brought to sheena's attention that rob had made out with this mm. woman she just reverted into saying like i know that's a lie because rob is not a kisser he know he doesn't like to kiss he's very affectionate but like we never kiss like he doesn't kiss. that was that was a new one yeah he doesn't kiss so it can't be true yeah are there people that don't kiss I had a lot of questions yeah. about this comment. Yeah. One was like, is he just not kissing you? Because like, he's like, get me out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, like that kind of like relationship where like maybe they have sex and like they like go out together, but like, it's not really like intimate. Like it's not mm-hmm. like a kiss on the lips kind of relationship. Yeah. Or is this just like something she believes about him? Is this just the first thing that came to her mind to like be like, this is the fact. Like these are the facts. Like, There's I'll no just way. say this. There's and this no is way. The thing. Yeah. Like, I'm going to reach for the closest thing to defend. My instinct with Rob and Sheena is that Sheena wants Rob to, like, be her boyfriend. boyfriend. Like, yeah. In a serious relationship. Yeah. And, like, appear like he's her boyfriend. Yes. But he's probably told her, like, I We're don't want to be dating yeah. casually. I feel that vibe too. And so then she tells him, like, will you just pretend, like, for the show or whatever, like, mm. just pretend. And so I could see her being in this situation with him being like, I don't care if you made out with this woman, like, whatever, mm. you just say that you didn't. And I'm going to say that you didn't because I need it to look like we're together and we're in love. And mm. like, I want you to come to my birthday party. And like, will you film with me? Like, I just need you to do this for me. I see it as way more unconscious. Yeah. Like, I agree that she's like trying to make it really serious. And he's kind of like, not committing but also not not committing like he's just like kind of like sliding by with whatever mm-hmm. and she's just telling herself these things yeah and like reading into signals like well he cooked dinner for me like this is so serious like i go to his house all the time it's so serious but like he's not really 
saying those things explicitly. Yeah. But there's like miscommunication. Yeah, going and they're on. like they've known each other for so long that there's like a comfort level that could be mistaken for a serious committed relationship. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah, that makes sense to me. She's lit for his Beverly Hills. Oh my God. His Beverly Hills house is crazy. What does he do? I don't know. I was wondering that Did same thing. Did his sister thing. buy him this house? I had that question too. I was like, I can't figure out, A, like I don't understand having like people, like the house doesn't even seem like it's fully moved into. It looks like it's either in the process of being moved it's into. renting. Yeah. Or being like moved out yeah. of. Like it doesn't seem like a home so when she's like rob and i rob and i have this house and it's like doing this and doing that i'm like you how long have you had this for like 48 hours he moved in yesterday and then you were like (laughs) babe let's get private chefs to like cook for us like are they really that rich no it seems so fake yeah it's just like sheena this isn't real housewives of beverly hills like we all know that you like cannot afford like to have private you just went through a divorce and had to like pay shay a yeah, settlement and he stole from her yeah wait she paid shay a settlement i think she had to pay him out a settlement or like they owned cars together and he got a car mm. he might have gotten some money out of the divorce probably yeah because i think she was like the primary breadwinner and there wasn't a prenup was there no there was no prenup mm-hmm. katie and tom have one right yeah wasn't that a that was like a sticking point yeah that was on the show that was impressive to me Mm -hmm. i was like okay you know this much yeah yeah i guess i don't i don't know if they signed it but they definitely Mm -hmm. talked about it they had a consult yeah and he was surprised that she didn't freak out when he brought it up yeah that's what i remember Mm -hmm. he was like katie was so chill about it (laughs) back when we still like felt really bad for schwartz those Um, days are over those days are long gone rob's his toast to living, to loving, to learning, and to fall in love with something new every day. That's what he <laughs> said when they started that meal. Yeah. Rob Who is, is a he? lot. No, he's too much and for his, me. And his fashion sense was lol also. He was Those wearing these boots? tall boots with like white pants maybe. It was yeah, not good. It was like a jeans that were stuffed into like undone boots. Mm-hmm. It's not a current look. No, he's just like, he's really baffling to me. Like I don't get the Rob's Valletta attraction. And like, I, but I do love that Sandoval loves Rob. It's because of the house and the chefs, I think. Yeah. It's a and house. And like he's tall. And he's really, I, I believe that Rob is like the only successful person that's within Sandoval's age range that he's ever met. Mm. Like, and interacted with as far as like, hey, come over to my house. Like, I'd love to yeah. have you over and right, like, right. welcome like, you into my home. And like, I feel like Sandoval's never met someone like yeah, that before. Yeah, he had hearts in his eyes. Yeah. And he's like, this is like what you can, this is but something Rob you can do But Rob is so unimpressive when you take away all the things that I also don't believe he owns. Yeah. You know, like he seems like an empty vessel. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're dating Sheena. How yeah. much do you have inside of you? And how can you be like, I just, I don't understand being friends with Sheena. Like how you can have stuff to talk to her about. I bet she's like a really good friend in a crisis. Mm-hmm. Like she will drop everything and like. She'll go too far, you know? And that's what she does. You. She goes yeah. too far. And that's why she pisses people off. She's like, well, I had to tell Lala that you said that. It's like, no, you didn't. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Sheena also smokes weed, so she could be fun to smoke She was wearing weed, weed earrings. Yeah, she Did was you wearing, see those? Yeah, because she's trying to communicate to everyone this season <laughs> how much she loves to blaze. 
message received. Subtle, subtle message received. Yeah, because her password for her birthday party was oh, yeah, 420. Oh, yeah, Oh, my God. Um, Rob says Ariana and Tom are the only friends Sheena has who are nice to each other. Yeah. Which I think, I believe that. Yeah. Um, and then he has his like gross line where he's like, dessert and sex are very similar. Why Sheena, did he say that? I don't know. It was a really, it was really weird and uncomfortable. And then Sandoval literally asking Ariana, can we be on that level? Two times. He said it twice. He said it twice. The camera just lingered on him <laughs> and he said it the first time and she didn't react. She yeah. And then like five seconds went by and then he just said it again and she kind of like <laughs> made a face and then it moved on from that. Yeah. Because Sheena said, good thing you're getting both tonight. Good thing you're getting both tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's an amazing impression. Sheena was laughing this entire episode in it her little goblin her nervous laugh. Tit. Yeah. It's, she's so uncomfortable and she's laughing. Yeah. It's bad. Oh, also Robin Sheena's love story where he's like, Sheena was like, let's hang out. And I was like, no. And then she was oh, yeah. like, let's hang out again. And I was like, she no. She pursued him hard. Yeah. And he was like, no. He just rejected her <laughs> until she wouldn't. Yeah. And now they're like in a fake relationship. Well, they're not anymore. Not anymore. But I feel like all his social media, like he's, it's so extra that I feel like she's messaging him and being like, I need you to like post about me or like, I need you to make it. Seem yeah. Maybe like I'm not so psycho. Yeah. I can be a little naive about these things. Um, Sheena makes her marriage joke that flops the like the joke that wasn't a joke. Yeah. It was like, so she we was have just to wait testing. till July. Yeah. She's like, how's he going to react? Mm-hmm. Is he going to smile? No, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um and she like tells everyone about her countdown app on her phone which makes me all her like digs at shay it's also it's just clear that she's trying to be like bitch like like look how much better my life is without you yeah like she knows he's gonna see this or people that he they know are gonna see this and she's like now i'm with like a real man man who has a house and a job yeah does he really yeah he like has a chill runs a children's charity what the fuck does that mean nothing and then he a producer also means nothing a producer he produces like his own show which is on like public access tv it's called like hey la or something like that yeah i saw it tried to figure out what it was couldn't because i it's like almost not real yeah it's like a fake show that mm-hmm. he produces. stars produces like yeah. he gets the credit yeah but it's not real like he literally pays an hourly rate to like buy a 2 a.m slot on like nbc on a wednesday night or something yeah, it's not what she's making it sound like. Let's no. just say that. Like, no shade for his journey, but it's just not no. what she wants it to be. I am not buying what she's selling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like she forced him to have that dinner party. 100%. Yeah. And I feel like he's probably paying for the private chef. I don't know. I could see Sheena just, like, really throwing down the money yeah. for what she wants. If Sheena's paying for it, I'm chilled to the bone. If they're splitting it, I'm chilled to the bone. I think she's paying for it. I think yeah. he's like, yeah, I guess we can shoot at the house tonight. Ugh. Or is he more conniving than we think? And he's, like, really into being on the show. Because he, we're. I know who he is now. Yeah. And I know who he is, too. Am I going to watch his, like, show? KLA? No. Or whatever it's called. <laughs> Howdy, L.A. Tom Schwartz comes home with his Tom Sandoval painting and then he tries to like make a joke about giving it to Katie and then she's like if you really wanted to make up for what you did you would do a painting of me and then he's like why didn't I even think of that (laughs) (laughs) it's so dark it's so dark 
And then Katie is also like making this problem that they have about boys night. And it's like, clearly it's not a pro it's not like the problem with Tom Schwartz cheating oh. on her. Yeah. She's like, mm-hmm. I gave you boys. I night. let you go out. Yeah. Like, I let you do your thing. Like that. The problem isn't boys night. No, the problem is his relationship to alcohol. Ariana and Lala wear very unclear rompers to their shopping journey. And oh my god, those outfits were horrific. The outfits were truly, I didn't know what was happening. Ariana's wearing like a purple, sh- like, or like a maroon. What was it? It was like, like high, purpley, frilly, with like white off frills. the shoulder, maybe, and yeah. like a high boot with a, like a th- almost a thigh, a thigh high. high suede boot. And Lala's wearing like a patterned romper. It's just like these it's Vanderpump girls and their rompers. They love a romper. They live for a romper. And it doesn't make sense because they drink so much. You know, they have to pee all night. Yeah. You have to take it all off. So true. It's not practical. No, absolutely not. But they love it nonetheless. And Ariana reveals her about her past. Big reveal. Yeah. Huge reveal. This is like the most vulnerable she's ever gotten ever. really on the show, which is that she's like uncomfortable with her vagina. And she was in this like abusive relationship and it made me just feel really bad for her. This was a big reveal. And Lala actually really makes her feel better. Mm-hmm. It felt really genuine. Yeah. She's like, thank you, Lala. Mm-hmm. And I like that Lala, like, I really stand for Lala. Like, yeah. I'm just like, she can get it. Like, she's kind of an icon. She's reaching, like, this new level of status mm-hmm. as, like, she's kind of, like, becoming the best part about the show. Oh, yeah. And she's just funny she makes me laugh and she's great her heart's in the right place yeah she like she owns she owns her shit Mm -hmm. like her weird like rat tail braid like it's so ugly but you know she owns it and you're like great yeah i live for the rat tail just just do you Mm -hmm. lala's doing her 24 subs yeah yeah and but i just felt i felt really bad for ariana like i'm and i feel like that's such a common like what she's going through is something very common for especially like I'm for me at least like in my 30s I felt like a lot of relationships from the past and especially like moments when I was a teen have come back in a very real way mm-hmm. and like what she said about like how it's kind of like demons coming back to haunt her mm-hmm. is like was so relatable so relatable. that kind of stuff if you don't take care of it or like if you just turn the other cheek and hope that it goes away like it doesn't, it doesn't. the great thing is it just comes back for you when you least expect it bring it to my couch yeah (laughs) go see Deanie Tom and Katie go to Vanderpump Dogs and then Katie outsources the punishment to Lisa to like have a serious combo with him hate 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 yeah and like you already did it yeah he's like this is your second time Mm -hmm. this is overkill yeah and like you see they like pan to Katie and she's like looking upstairs like she's hearing the whole thing yeah and then she's like how'd that go after it and it's like ooh, like you have to just like you have to take out the garbage yourself yeah and he's he is in love with lisa yeah weirdly like he is more invested in lisa like Mm -hmm. they all are Mm -hmm. it's so weird yeah he is you want like lisa's approval is more important to him than anyone's that's true and then his like the way he like handles confrontation, like with like he's like always touching his face and he like can't like, make eye contact. Hair. Like yeah. what is that about? He's just like squirming out of his own skin. Mm-hmm. It's like so uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, the way he handled all of it was so confusing to me. Mm-hmm. First of all, like Ariana tries to like make him not 
say it at the party and he like can't help himself yeah and he's just like yeah like she just told me i made out with someone like in front of everyone Mm -hmm. like as if it was like yeah it's raining outside yeah that was more fucked up than making out with someone Mm -hmm. like you humiliated your wife Mm -hmm. in front of everyone yeah he's like yeah i just don't remember Mm -hmm. okay I feel like he thought that if he just made a joke out of it. Super chill. Yeah. And was like that everyone would laugh and they'd be like, you're so silly. And then like move on with their lives. Delusional. Yeah. But he's like not living in reality. He's living in like, I don't know. He's regressed. Yeah. He does seem like he's regressed. He's just not living in like the real world. I would. I don't want a spinoff of him going home, but I do want to know more about his family. Yeah. Super intrigued. Yeah, like, what is his, like, someone asked this on a past episode. They were like, what is his trauma? Like, what happened to him? I I wonder. Yeah. I mean, something happened to his brothers. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Because they're still living together and, like, yes. sharing a cell phone. Yes. And, like, his, was it his dad that didn't come to his wedding? Yeah. That's, his dad who did, who's. That's just not. There's some, there's more to it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. your dad doesn't just not come because there's no storyline of them being estranged or divor- that he's divorced, that he left the family. Like it's an intact family is my understanding. Yeah. And his dad just didn't come. Mm-hmm. And just mom was going to come. Like it doesn't seem about money, even though they probably don't have much. It yeah. seems like there's some kind of like really weird dysfunction happening. Yeah. Because it's like if you're they're already shilling out like 50 K for the wedding. So they might as well just factor in like travel for all these people. people. Yeah. So their family, but it was very strange. What is like really sad? Yeah. Is what it was. What is like, like what is the deal with people who are like his brothers that are just like still living at home, sharing a cell phone and like not having like a life. I mean, it feels a little bit just like failure to launch, mm-hmm. but there is something about they're triplets, right? Yeah. There is something that felt weirdly like we are one unit, like mm-hmm. the three of us, like we all live. It's like, why hasn't one of you or any of you like pursued a, an independent life? Like mm-hmm. it's as if they're like conjoined triplets. Yeah. They like don't have, I don't know. They don't have like a sense of an adult self or something. Yeah. I just like had an internal body shudder thinking of that. <laughs> that can join. <laughs> They're like, because they live in where? Like Minnesota or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like it's so cold, like winter with like Schwartz's mom and dad and the triplets and like the basement. How old are they? Are they, I think they're older than him, right? I think so. They're not young. It just seems, it would be one thing if it was like an, I, I don't know if it's like, it just doesn't seem like an economic thing. It yeah. seems like beyond that. Mm -hmm. like even if the three of them lived in an apartment together outside of the home that would be that would feel different there's a step in the right there's a creepy quality yeah it's very like texas chainsaw massacre yeah adjacent yeah what is failure to launch is a real thing sure that that just means like you just don't move out of your parents house or you like don't seek out independence yeah like you just stay a kid you just Mm -hmm. like stay regressed and stay like unambitious and like have a hard time thinking about who you want to be in the world as an adult and what you want to do and like you don't make shit happen Mm -hmm. and like his parents obviously enabled that and sometimes it's like they feel like they can't leave Mm -hmm. on some level even if it's unconscious they feel like well mom needs me at home for Mm -hmm. whatever even if it's like emotional support what causes that is it just parent like parents enabling you and not 
or is there like something that can happen? I think it's, I think it's just like deep and complicated Yeah, in development. Mm-hmm. Prayers. Prayers to Schwartz's brothers <laughs> and Schwartz. Yeah. Sincere. 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 We wish you the best. Like, get it together. Yeah. Please, and for like, yourselves. What, what's going on? Let us know what's going on. Yeah, just check in. <laughs> check in. I'm going to throw right now out an AG to Tom Schwartz's brothers. and what's an all- AG? AG is like... um. It's a way to check in and make sure someone's all good. So mm. you just say AG mm. and then they text you back AG. Oh, and it's great. just a way to make sure. Like, yeah, AG. Yeah, AG. And then now what was that from? It was from a show that I watched and I then my friends and I adopted it. So now we'll just text like AG and then you just. But do you ever text back not AG? Like only if something like if you're if really like true. Yeah. Like if you fell down and broke your leg and then you're not AG. Okay. So like I'm sending out just an AG right now to the Schwartz triplets and I need them to somehow return an Send AG back. to the podcast to mm-hmm. let us know that they're okay. Yeah. We finally get to Jax's housewarming party. Oh, yeah. This is where the episode takes off. Yeah. Finally, like, the moment of truth. And so, and there are so many hair moments. Like, Sheena's having, like, a massive ponytail. Um, Schwartz is still joking about being drunk and, like, partying and, like, liking Jaeger and stuff. And it's just like, shut the fuck up. It's weird. It's weird that she's like, go to the party, but don't drink. It's like, how is that going to fix anything? Like, I get it. It's like grasping for straws, but. But it's also just going to cause resentment, I feel like, with him to her. Because it's like, you're trying to control me. And like, I guess I'll just be here and you don't want me to have fun. So I'll just sit around and it's not going to work. Yeah. They're all getting wasted. Yeah. Like, that whole party, the conceit of the party was like, everyone is going to come here and get shit-faced. And Brittany said, the only rule in my house is that you have to be drunk. Yeah. And so she and ensures that by playing adult spin the bottle which is truly the scariest thing i've ever seen (laughs) i was like if i drank like four shots of four different alcohols i would be dead the next day how do they do it i don't know yeah what was it It was like whiskey beer whiskey beer clear maybe was in there yeah there were like it It was was everything and a jello shot like there were literally different like they are not discerning drinkers no their hangovers just must be so... How do they live? Brutal. Yeah, Taco Bell. But then also, like, I feel like they're at a drinking level where once you go, like, if you go, like, a long time of drinking just, like, hard alcohol every day or, like, five days a week, your body just gets into this, like, permanently, like, low-grade hangover. Yeah, so then you're kind of just, like, never never too hungover, but you're always just kind of, like, feeling like it shit. It becomes your neutral. yeah. And I feel like that's where they all are. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Lala was drinking, which was interesting. Huh. I didn't notice that. I got a sense from her that she was like... She did seem the most sober now yeah. that I think about it. Like she, when she and Ariana are on the balcony and like Ariana's blammo. And then like <laughs> Lala seemed very composed and like with yeah. it. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Brittany is on fire. Like just like drink shot after shot. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. 
A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts after shot it really made me realize this episode like oh she can keep up with jacks yeah and that's She's probably a, a big part of their relationship mm-hmm. like you would need to be able to hold your liquor like as much as him yeah which is a lot if she's taking a shot during the day at lunch and is like unfazed <laughs> like she definitely can keep up with jacks um james is kissing boys 
Which is amazing. And telling everyone, yeah. which I love. Yeah. He's like, you guys, I, I love just kissed, it. I just kissed Schwartz. I really <laughs> want James to like come out of the closet I'm ready. as like bisexual at least. I'm so ready for that storyline. It's they, time. They dangled it at the beginning and we haven't circled back. It was like a little wink yeah. when he kissed Schwartz. We'll get it. We'll get it. Yeah. I mean, there's like 20 episodes left this oh, season. Thank so. God. Um, James and Sandoval's rap battle was truly epic. I loved that so much. I loved it. It was uh, so embarrassing. It was embarrassing, but it was like endearing at the same yeah. time. Because yeah. I'm here for James's like art, like in his rapping. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think he is talented enough. Mm-hmm. And he has the platform and he has the ego. Yeah. There you go. Just yeah. don't crash and burn. Don't crash and burn. Gotta get that alcoholism in check. Yeah. Carter and Jack sit down and it's like, they're talking as though they've never spoken before. I would believe that. Like, I feel like they've never sat one-on-one and had a conversation. I just got the sense that Jax hates him. Yeah. Despises him. Why? Like, thinks, I, I, don't, I don't know if he thinks, like, Kristen controls him or what it is, but I just got the sense that he just can't stand him. Mm-hmm. Actually, wasn't there, like, an altercation when they were in drag in a elevator yeah. between Carter and who? Between Carter Sandoval. and Sandoval and Schwartz. Because Schwartz was really drunk. And so Carter kind yes. of tried to come for all of them. And they yeah, were like, shut the fuck like up. Straight from Kristen's mouth. Yeah. And I feel like maybe Kristen's like urging Carter to be like, go talk. Like, you need to be in Get with this group. Time. Yeah. Like, you need to be part of one of the like, guys. Brand yourself. Yeah. yeah. And Which is, she's right. Jax is like, nope. No way. Jack says, if a squirrel had looked at me with a pussy, I would have fucked it. Which mm-hmm. is the grossest mm-hmm. thing I've ever Disgusting heard in my life. Disgusting and true. Yeah. Um, everyone gets insanely wasted at this party. Yeah. Like more than I've seen in a I don't know if they just were showing more of the like shot taking, but I was like, wow. But everyone was-, was like slurring. Like Ariana was completely. Well, she was crying yeah. to um, Brittany about something that had nothing to do with her. Yeah. Then you're drunk. Yeah. And, like, Brittany is, like, she's just, like, boozing it up. Jax is, like, on a mixture of what seems to be, like, coke and booze. Because mm-hmm. he looks, like, so aggro. Always. Yeah. His eyes are His always eyes, so aggressive. They get crazy-eyed. And then he gets, like, red in the red. face. Mm-hmm. With, like, a little devil smirk, kind of. And it's just, like, you know that he's crossed over. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, so he and Carter are talking like I guess trying to have like a real man to man conversation or something. And then Brittany comes in and then starts like arguing with Jax and that it results in Jax, like just screaming at her again and being like, well, the Oscar goes to Brittany. That was really sad. And also made me think like, cause she, what she was saying is like, why are you talking to Carter about this? Like you haven't talked to me about it. Yeah. Which makes you think like, Oh, they really aren't talking about it. They're just having sex and like, hanging out in groups yeah it was so sad yeah that it was like why was he talking to carter about he hates carter yeah like talk to your fucking girlfriend who you cheated on i think that that is like what is happening is they're not talking about anything at all yeah maybe because like she would get too mad and he can't tolerate that Mm -hmm. or they just like can't have like i don't i just don't think he fights fair enough to have like an actual conversation and like own his part like it seems like he's very resistant to telling her the truth, even mm-hmm. though it's already come out that he's like 
cheated on her with Faith, it still has not fully come out like the extent of what happened and like did it happen multiple times? Did it only happen once? Like he still denies yeah. that it happened more than once. And, it's and like just of like, course it did. Yeah. And it's great. and it, if it didn't happen more than once with Faith, it definitely happened with other people. Yeah. So it's like I don't see what he gets out of not like telling the it. truth. Yeah. He's a very confusing person. Mm-hmm. I haven't been able to figure him out. Like what like what is his deal? I don't know. Like he seems like he doesn't have it seems like he's he's incredibly impulsive. Mm-hmm. He's incredibly destructive, but I think he's also I don't think we see his charismatic side on the show anymore, but I he has to have it. Yeah. Because otherwise like he wouldn't have any of these friends. He wouldn't have the relationship. Like he like charms his way back in. Um he has no like empathy or conscience. He doesn't take responsibility. He's like a child. Mm-hmm. And it's it, he's like really scary. He's like scary. He's a scary guy. Yeah, he is a scary guy. Do you think does he come across as someone that like something weird happened in his childhood to make him like this, or is he like? I always think something weird happened in people's childhood. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Just always. like across the board, like life is really weird. Yeah. And so, like, even, like, I think that really small things can also, like, really subtle things really impact people Like, can adults. set off a person into a Jack's frame No, of no, mind. like, he's pretty extreme. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very curious, but almost, like, don't want to look. Yeah. Like, what happened? Like, what was his fam? What was his dad like? What was his mom like? What was their relationship like? I would bet a lot of money that their relationship was extremely volatile. Because he had to learn how to treat women yeah. from someone. Yeah. And he probably had no rules or like they probably tried, but he like could not follow. Like I bet he was in trouble his entire life and like consequences like didn't impact him. Mm-hmm. Like he was like impossible to discipline. Yeah. Like the kid that's like always getting in trouble at school like, and just kind care. of a bad boy yeah. and like is just funny like, and like still hot. So all the girls like want to fuck him still, mm-hmm. but then he's just like, whatever. Mm -hmm. I can see that in Florida, no less. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) They play the audio for Brittany. Well, Lala reveals that she has audio on her phone. I guess of Jackson and Faith post coital like talking. Why didn't they play us the audio? I don't know. I'm still like so furious. So rude. And they're not going to because they would have they would have put the sub the subtitles on. Yeah. If we couldn't hear it. Something happened to that audio that Jax was like, you're not playing that on the show. Yeah. I think you're not allowed to record someone without their consent. Oh. So maybe that's why they didn't play it, but mm-hmm. it's so rude. At least Lala told us like what it said, but I wanted to hear it. I know. I desperately wanted to hear desperately. it. Desperately, I was made to believe that we would get to hear it. And then I had I that, that right stripped away from me. Yeah. And I'm furious. They took it away from us. Yeah. What do you think about Faith giving, like being given no airtime? post drama do you think she chose it do you think they cut her out i don't know it's really confusing like i would love to see faith in the mix right now even if it was just in a confessional yeah like saying her side of the story it's very weird that they don't give her anything like they just walked her out of the show and i get i mean i get it that she's not friends with anyone in the group really besides james at this point she was in the mix before i feel like she got x'd out oh i mean i feel like if all the people on the show say that they won't film with you, then it's kind of like 
you don't really you can't really film alone especially if you're just like a tangential character oh yeah she but, needs them yeah and james so she would, would need like them. sell anyone to be friends with jacks he's yeah. so pleased to and be- jay i mean i could see maybe like faith and james having like a hangout at james apartment at mm-hmm. some point but i do wish that we had seen more faith so that she could like explain what's happening it or- feels really unfair yeah it sucks. And it's also a really white show. Mm-hmm. And I wonder like how much race has to do with this. Yeah. I'm suspicious. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. No, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And also just like, I mean, this show has always been kind of problematic when it comes to like representation of like women, but like the way that everyone is so quick to like blame faith for everything, like mm-hmm. even before it came out on the, sh- the truth came out on the show that it was true that Jax had cheated. Like, Everyone was like, Faith is so thirsty. Like, she's, yeah. so, she's so ghetto. Like, what a hoe. Like, she's Ew. ratchet. And it's just like, do you understand what you're saying? And no, like, they don't. A, that's gross for you to say that in the first place. But B, it's like, this isn't Faith's fault. Like, Jax is the one that's this in a relationship. On Jax. Yeah. Like, 100%. if you're in the relationship and you decide to go cheat on your partner, it's your fault. Yeah. It I has do, nothing to do with anyone <laughs> I else. I do love when Brittany calls Jax and she's like, She's here right now. Tell me the truth. <laughs> that was like, how, how did you think of that? You are also a master manipulator. Like, we can't give it all up to Jax. Like, that was an incredible yeah. conniving moment that I love. And I feel like Brittany is the kind of person that thinks, like, fights like that equal passion and love. Because, like, they're just, like, for her to scream at him and scream at him and then he kind of is like okay we gotta go now like party's over you know what i mean like they they both feed off of that like fighting energy with each other yeah it's a cycle of fighting Mm -hmm. for sure let's get into some questions because i really i we have a lot of questions from readers and i want to be able to get through them I would love to hear you and your guests talk and rank the cast in terms of most to least in need of psychological help. Thank you so much, XO. Can I do this? Can you do this? Um, this is what I'm going to say instead. Okay. Can can we play the game of like who I'd want as my patient and like who I wouldn't yeah. treat? I yeah. feel like this is more ethical. Yeah, totally. Okay. Um, I like that you're maintaining like professional <laughs> and boundaries. Okay. It's really good. Um, so, okay, would you uh, so would you have Jax as your patient? No. Would you have Tom Schwartz as your patient? No. Would you have Tom Sandoval as your yes. patient? Yes. And I would love. <laughs> I would love to have him as Okay, these are the th- the only three I think I'd actually treat is is Lala, mm-hmm. um Ariana and Sandoval. Wow. They seem like a good group. Like there's there it's workable. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Like yeah. maybe Sheena, but I dislike her so much that it would interfere. Sheena's also the kind of person that would like not tell her therapist the truth. Yeah, but you would be so obvious. Yeah. And then I could get a little sadistic and like call her out. I don't know. I don't it would know. be weird. It would be weird. Yeah. Lala would be fun. Like I feel like the thing about Lala is I really like her and I'm truly concerned about her. Really? Yeah. What are so you concerned I feel like about? That's her? a good combo for a patient. Yeah. Um, I'm very concerned about this relationship. Mm-hmm. It seems shady as fuck. And I looked him up. I don't understand how he has that much money. I feel like she's in trouble. She's getting a lot of work done. I'm worried. We've yeah. seen her anxiety. We've seen her like freak out and like go home to mom. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about her. like I'm here for her. I love her, but she's 
I don't know. I think there's like a really wounded, wounded little lady in there. Yeah. I think so too. And I feel it. I think she said before, like, um, that she had, like, she was bullied really badly. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And She's so, got some trauma to work through. Mm-hmm. Sandoval, I feel like, is just so lovable. Like, he's so sensitive. And that would just be, that would be, like, easy to work with. Yeah. And Ariana's, like, smart and her heart's in the right place. And now I know, like, this juicy bit about, having an abusive relationship, which mm-hmm. is also workable. Yeah. What do you think about Sandoval and Ariana's relationship? So glad you asked. Um, I was always like a little suspicious. I'm always a little suspicious when people go from a crazy relationship to a healthy, re- you know, like mm-hmm. it was like Kristen was fucking crazy, but now I'm with Ariana, everything's fucking dope. It's like, yeah, nope, no, no, sorry. Like, Maybe at the beginning, mm-hmm. but like that's not how things you don't go from a crazy dysfunctional relationship to like one minute later a doing no work on yourself yeah. to like so it's like of course they're not having sex. Like mm-hmm. of course there's like something that's symbolic of like some kind and I feel like we're gonna get to see it this season. Yeah. We're gonna like get to know their dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't really I don't actually know what it is, but I'm just not buying they were really like pitched as like the perfect couple yeah and they also did seem like we saw them be like crazily into each yeah, other at the beginning so happy like, together. and they seemed really happy together and down and then now it's kind of like okay but you know what we have never seen the beginning of any other relationship on the show right mm-hmm. like in the group like katie and tom were before the show yeah jackson stassi even were, we're together before. before like we saw the honeymoon phase only for tom and ariana mm-hmm so of course it's gonna and like they're they're good like sweet people I think so like it's gonna be cute as hell yeah but also there's trouble in paradise do you think that they should stay together or break up um I don't know I have no idea before you need to like see before you can judge yeah like, see what I the don't, problems are I don't yeah would you treat them as a couple if they came to you as a couple? <laughs> I mean, truthfully, I wouldn't tr- actually treat any of these people because yeah. I have to stop watching the show and I can't do that. <laughs> I love the show too much. But I'm saying like in theory, mm-hmm. like those are the people yeah. I would align with, mm-hmm. like who I think I could help. But if like, if you'd never, if let's say you'd never watch the show and then you they came yeah, to you as yeah. a couple, yeah, would you be like... Yay or nay? Oh, for them as a couple? Yeah. I think they have a lot of um, a lot of things going for them. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Love that. Are there any cast members on the show exhibiting behavior that concerns you more than normal? <laughs> well, what type of professional advice would you give them? I mean, all of it is concerning. <laughs> Seriously, all of it. Yeah. Every single one of them has a concern yeah. factor. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. That's why it's good TV. Is that why you like to watch the show? Yeah. I mean, that's why everyone likes to watch it. Yeah. Because, like, it's so it's so nice to, like, watch drama that you're not a part of. And, like, I don't have to help them. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't have to, like, check my judgments or, like, whatever. Like, I can just, like, be a troll. Is it, as a therapist, is that, like, a nice outlet for you? Like, is it, like, to get, because I imagine you, I mean, I'm sure, like, therapists work with people that they want to work with and, like, don't work with people that they don't want to work yeah. with. But like as someone that hears people's problems all day, it's like mm-hmm. you have to come up with some kind of judgment about them. Like it would be hard to be just like totally yeah. 
Yeah. Not. You can't. So then it's like, I could imagine that it would be nice to then have a show like this where it's just like the most fucked up people ever. And then you just get to be like, <laughs> Yay! Ah, they're so fucked Yay. up. Like their childhood was probably shit. Like, and just like go off. Yeah, and yeah. like see it. Like I can still see it from like a different angle, but I don't have to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy. Yeah, and then you have all the like necessary intel about like psychology to mm-hmm. make it extra, extra, extra rich. juicy. Yeah. It really does help. That's like what I really was glad. Like one of the things I love about the show too, cause I went to this like crazy therapeutic boarding school in high school and it was like, did a lot of like emotional growth work at a young age. So it's like, I feel like I have the ability to use those tools to really like get, get in there. The yeah. yeah. And it's just cause like, you know it. it's, I know it yeah. so well. These people are me. Yeah. They're extensions. I mean, that's of what me. we all love. Yeah. Like it's all of us. It's like how we would all behave. Like if we just like never learned anything or like did whatever, or like we're just a reckless version of ourselves, but we won't, mm-hmm. but let's watch. Yeah. Um, someone else writes, Hey Lara, I'm so excited about this. Below are some questions. Feel free to ask the therapist. Any, all or none. Lol. Thanks. Why do women fall for Jax's bullshit? What do you think? What, and what does the therapist think of my affinity? Oh, great. <laughs> Analyze Lara. <laughs> Walked right into that one. Okay. Why do women fall for Jax's bullshit? Um, I think that Jax He's that kind of personality where, like, if he's paying attention to you, you feel like the most important person in mm-hmm. the world. And, like, that can just, like, be a kind of high. Yeah. I think that's part of it. I think part of it is, like, that fantasy that, like, you're going to be the one to change him. That, like, you're going to be the special one. It's, like, this role. It's, like, a role they've... I think all the women that have been with Jax have probably been in that role before. Where, like, they're either, like, the caretaker or they're, like, the fixer. um, Or, like, in relationships where they just haven't been treated with respect. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just familiar to them. I mean, I think that's why everyone is in every relationship is like they've been in that relationship before and it's what they know. So it's what they're attracted to. Yeah. I don't think it's like unique to this. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a universal thing in relationships. Yeah. Do guys know though that they're doing that? Like, is that an act that they put on to women or like, how do you become the it kind depends. of man? That, it depends like, how manipulative you are. Yeah. Like guys who read that book, the game, the game. Mm-hmm. like then it's like, that is way scarier to me. Yeah. When they're like, insult her. She'll like you more. Yeah. And like, it works. Like a calculated. It, yeah. And like, that does work with certain personalities. It doesn't work with others, but it's just like, that is so icky because you're not, first of all, that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. But also it's like, it's not a real relationship. Yeah. You're manipulating the whole thing. Yeah. Why do you want that? Look at that. You're being fake. Why do you want someone who you can manipulate? Why don't you want someone who can like meet you where you are and like have their own mind? Mm-hmm. So true. I feel like I was really into Jax for a while. And then the more I've like grown and like done work on myself, the less I'm like into it. Yeah. Like it's like a, at a pretty zero. Sometimes mm-hmm. there is an attraction flare there, up. a flare up. Yeah. That's an appropriate term <laughs> for it. But then most of the time now it's like a flare down. Like there's just nothing. Yeah, well, I think when you see his anger and his lashing out, mm-hmm. it's like especially flares down. Yeah, that's scary. I, I do not want to be with anyone that has like an anger potential like that. 
It's scary. It's scary. And when Brittany hits him, it made me feel like, oh, this happens more than. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think that, like, I don't think hitting is just a one sided thing. In and a I, I don't think it happens once either. Yeah. It's a com- it's like a common occurrence when a fight happens. Yeah. Pray for Brittany. Yeah. I mean, the way he talks to her, too, is just like. It's abusive. It's abusive. And like if if I f- had a boyfriend that I was fighting with at that level and they talked to me like that and said the things that Jack said, I would probably end up hitting them at some point, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like people hit when they like. You can't, can't hurt. And like they can't. They feel like their words fall on deaf ears and they're like so powerless and mm-hmm. helpless and like can't regulate themselves. They mm-hmm. will just like get physical. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you think Katie is brain damaged? And could you please comment on her on Oedipal her Oedipal marriage, marriage to, to Tom? Tom? What's Oedipal about it? What am I missing? I don't know. Maybe they mean Tom's Oedipal marriage to her. Like, like she's mommy? Yeah, like she's I think that's what she's she, yeah, she, yeah, she is she's mommy. like the mother figure in that relationship. Ugh, well, like tell us more about Schwartz's mom, please. I know. Like was Schwartz's she, mom at the wedding? Yeah. Yeah, she and was. And he like he, oh, he like gave loves her. her, right? Yeah. What did he kiss her on the lips or something happened? He gave her jewelry oh. at his at his like at the rehearsal dinner. That was maybe? like triggering to me. There was I remember yeah. we talked about yeah. this because we like I think we were at Ryan's like birthday yeah. party and we had like a sidebar conversation. It was where like, like a diamond ring or yeah. something. And you're like, like it was- if my husband gave <laughs> my mother in law a ring on the wedding, like there would be words. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, he was like, don't worry, mom. I'm not really leaving you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make about that, except that my guess is since she came and dad didn't, that like she's, this is like totally my fantasy. I have Mm -hmm. no idea. But like she's the breadwinner and like she has it all. She keeps the family together. Like she, it's like all on her back. She's like doing the cooking and the cleaning and the working. And like, that's also Katie. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Katie is like that. Katie has a job. Katie's like has ambitions and Tom hasn't had a job since I'm sorry, but he still doesn't have a job. Yeah. That's not a job. No. I mean, his like modeling is not a job either. That's like you get never had a job maybe. Yeah. And you get like some money here and there, but not like a consistent Mm -hmm. job. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I just had a feeling of like what is going to happen when they have kids together. Mm -hmm. Like, if if they have kids let's make it an if but just like the way he deals like he can't he doesn't like have a work ethic per se and like it seems like he gets really flustered by like the tiniest situation and it's just like when there's a kid in the mix it's like someone has to be able well, like you she's have gonna to be, be able the to, disciplinarian like, yeah. she's gonna do everything and he's gonna be like the good cop mm-hmm. who like doesn't do anything yeah but also, like, doesn't have a close relationship with the kids. Yeah. Because they, like, go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, what meds do you think Kristen is on? What meds should she be on? <laughs> <laughs> I am not a psychiatrist. I don't prescribe medication. <laughs> so no <laughs> So comment. I will not comment. Um, what makes a person lash out at others but still remain close friends? Is it all for the show or do they really like each other in spite of the backstabbing, mm. etc.? If they're really friends, how much does their drug use play into the way they treat then forgive each other? Interesting. If it's for the show, what makes them able to endure each other? Is it a deep want for fame? I think 
And I think you'd agree with me that the friendships are very real. Yeah. I think you, it wouldn't be a show. It would just fall apart Mm -hmm. if they like didn't care about each other. Um, So I don't think it's for the fame. I think the fame helps. I think it's like reinforced the group as a group because they kind of need each other. Yeah. Um, And they depend like they depend on each other and it also reinforces their bad behavior because if they're all doing something bad, then they can't really like they're not subject to judgment or like responsibility. Yeah. Because it's like, Oh, we all do it. it. We're all like this. But I think partying is a huge part of their friendship. I don't know how much it plays into like them lashing out and forgiving each other. But I think like if you took away the partying, like what would be left? Yeah. What would they do? If you took away the partying, they probably wouldn't be as like, they probably wouldn't make as many mistakes and have as much drama. Yeah. Yeah. Because they'd just be like sober and more chill with each other. I mean, but then they might like, there might be couples that don't even like each other if there's no booze in the relationship. Well, I think they're all in love with booze a lot more than anything else. Like that was like the really sad part about Schwartz. Like when he was like looking in the mirror and talking about like shots, I love you shots. Like he really does. Like he really is truly like alcohol is like feels like it's like his best friend, his lover, Mm -hmm. his like it's, it's an intense bond. Yeah. That he doesn't want to give up. Mm Mm-hmm. And is like telling Katie that she can't and make like, it. And like, who says Katie doesn't have a problem? Yeah. Either. It's like one person acts badly. You have the problem with alcohol. And then the, like the mm-hmm. other part, it's like, you know, you have a problem. You need to stop. It's like, okay, everyone look at themselves. Yeah. Like, this is all concerning. I know. And it's like, it's weird. Like, I don't have friends who like, if I'm saying I'm going to have like a dry January or whatever, like I'm not drinking tonight. I don't have friends that are like, come on, have one shot, just one shot. Just <laughs> do it. Just have a shot. Like if no. someone said that to me, I'd be like, what the What's wrong fuck with you? is your problem? What is wrong with you yeah. that me not drinking right now is so upsetting? Yeah. Because that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's like very upsetting for Jax when Schwartz isn't drinking because like you said, it's like if we're all doing it, it's all fine. Yeah. Like sort of like wakes him up in a way that he doesn't want to be woken up. It's like, oh, well, I might have a problem if you think that you have a problem and you're taking a break from drinking. Right. But like we're all okay, right? It's all fine, right? Yeah. How could the cast members progress to forming healthy relationship? Years of therapy? What else? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Therapy, Mm -hmm. man. Big plug right here. Go therapy. to therapy, change your life. Change. Some sobriety couldn't hurt. Like maybe yeah, taking that's a, a month that's off. That's a part of it. That's yeah. a part of it. I think like you go to therapy and like it takes some time to realize that you might need to sober up. Mm-hmm. And then like if you're able to, then like the real work really starts and then it's like really hard. But also like that is how you change your life and have healthy yeah. relationships. Mm-hmm. What else? I don't know. Like diet and exercise? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like 30 minutes of cardio three times a week. <laughs> um, I recently rewatched season one and was reminded that Jax demonstrated some personal insight about his pathological lying and abandonment issues, but ultimately continued down a dark path. Do you think that he faked the ability to be introspective and have empathy in season one? What combo of personality disorders is he currently bringing to the table now? Um, every time Jack says an insight, it really strikes me as a memorized line that has no real meaning for him. Mm -hmm. I do not buy 
even if like what he's saying sounds right, he does not believe what he's saying. Yeah. But he will say it to get out of a hard question or mm-hmm. a hard moment. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's interested in doing work on himself or looking at himself at all, which yeah. is why like I wouldn't treat him. Yeah. Because it would be like he would never he would he would come for like one session mm-hmm. and then be like, I went to therapy. Yeah, he'd come like a few times. He'd kind of like lie to you or leave out truths. So or, like, much lying. Yeah, and wouldn't get like, he'd probably get very defensive too if you brought up something that he didn't agree with mm-hmm. and it would just like not necessarily go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. I think couples therapy would be would be really good for Brittany and Jax mm-hmm. because they would like hold each other accountable. Like there can be less lying Yeah, when it's, when it's both of them. Oh yeah, you know? so true. So that they can like police each other. Yeah. But, like, would that even benefit them? Because, like, should they even stay together after this? They are going to stay together. Yeah. So you might as well work on it. Yeah. And, like, Jax and Brittany, like, if you don't work on it, you get into another relationship that's exactly the same anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it would be, like, a Jax 2.0. Yeah. Darks me out. <laughs> You're, like, they're going to stay together. It's, like, no. Oh, but you it's hope true. that I just crushed? No, I mean, I don't, I don't think that they, I don't think that Brittany has the wherewithal to be, like, pull herself together and leave him but i would watch a spinoff of that yeah i would love it if she just like was in like, la though yeah, yeah keep it in no, la no, no. we're not going back to kentucky that would love be of god a great spinoff how britney got her groove back yes yeah i am all in and all the girls would be on it mm-hmm. that's a great spinoff and she could carry yeah she could totally carry she's so likable and it's like event like she's down to get like self-improvement like she's just open y'all yeah i'm totally open to whatever y'all and like (laughs) she's like whatever needs to happen it's gonna happen and like she can get like makeovers do like personal training sessions go to like life coaches there could get acupuncture like reiki we could do a whole wellness journey yeah and then like at the end she may like starts going on dates or just like yes just i want to see a britney that feels like confident and goes to to, church is back at church yeah yeah she goes on dates and like ball busts the guys like ask them like 50 thousand questions mm-hmm. and she's really like super tough being proactive, on yeah. yeah about like who she wants to go on a second date with and who she doesn't want to and yes. we like, see her coming into her Brittany, take charge of your life yeah we want that we want it ag would you treat Brittany? um did you say that you would no I it was not say it was I would, Lala. Jax is too close Jax is too close yeah maybe would, if, if they Brittany broke up broke up yeah. with Jax, you would treat yeah her. okay love that but then you couldn't watch the spinoff Mm, I'd be on it though. Yeah. <laughs> would you ever be a therapist on a reality show? Like, would you allow? I like, don't think so. Do you think that that's real though? It's Doesn't not. that break some sort it's of not real therapy. confidentiality? It's, yeah, it's fake. Yeah, it's totally like they're staging therapy. Mm-hmm. It's not scripted. It's just it could never be actual therapy. Yeah, because it's like not just it's, the there's two a of can- you. it's it 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 shatters all of it. Yeah. Assuming that Britt watched VPR before she met Jax, what drives someone like her to a known self-destructive liar? The hope that she could be the sole person worthy enough to reform him? I think we kind of covered that. Yeah, and I I do think, maybe I'm naive, I kind of don't think she watched the show. Yeah. Like, maybe she, like, looked at his Instagram. Mm -hmm. But I don't think she watched, do you think she did? It's hard to say. Like sometimes when I've really liked a guy, it's like I'll do like a deep dive of yeah. every single element of his life. She probably did a deep dive. Yeah. But then I think I feel like 
if I met a guy that was on a reality show and if I met Jax and I was like, oh my God, I like this guy. Like we just like made out in Vegas. It was so amazing. And I knew that he was on a reality show. I would probably watch the entire show just yeah, to see. You would. Yeah. But that's yeah. me. So yeah. I don't know. I've never met anyone. I've never been into anyone that's like on a reality show. I mean, it is shocking to think that she didn't. A hundred percent. But she wouldn't at least just Google and read some articles or something. But I mean, but I could see maybe him. her standards are really, I, I hate to say this, but maybe her standards are just so low Yeah, that it was like, wasn't enough to turn her away. Yeah. And I could see him also being like, whatever you read, like it's bullshit. Like it's all just for the show or it's right, just like, it's they made fake. me do it. It's oh, that's fake. Good. Like, I mean, he's a master manipulator. Yeah. So like, even if she did know, I'm sure that he had some excuse for all his actions. Yeah. What's new? Yeah. Ah, oh, what a twisted, dark world. Dark, twisted fantasy. Yeah. Were there any questions I didn't answer that I could answer? Or do we go through all of them? We went through, I think, all of them. But I'll look again. I guess, like, going through and saying behavior that concerns you more than normal. Any okay. cast members that are exhibiting yeah. behavior, like, get specific about their behavior. Yeah. I think your answer was all of them, which is legitimate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean... Okay. God, where do we begin? Kristen. I would love to get like a take on Kristen. I feel like so like rusty on her because I feel like I don't know her anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, She is... Like what about season two, Kristen? Because that was like... Yeah, refresh me. What was she doing in season two? Was that Miami Girl? She That was pre-Miami Girl. So Mm -hmm. season two, she and Sandoval were like fighting all the time and like they their relationship had turned like really volatile but neither of them were breaking up with each other because they lived with together and then it came out that she cheated on him with Jax, and then he was like still with her like they weren't fully broken up at that point yeah i mean it's so i feel like everything i have to say is so obvious yeah like uh it's concerning that you would fuck your boyfriend's best friend Mm -hmm. like obviously like i don't know if i have like any like hot takes like there's such a everything is so outrageous that it's like hard to even find the subtleties Mm -hmm. which is why it feels just like a free-for-all for for everyone to be like analyzing yeah what what interests me about Kristen and like her journey on this show specifically is that i feel like she got dragged through the coals more than maybe any other woman Mm. on the show just as far as being like totally slut shamed and slapped and just like humiliated and blamed for a lot of blamed for more of Jax's behavior than he was blamed for yet again. Yeah. And so I guess I'm wondering like, what are the last, like the lasting effects of that are going through? Cause I imagine that that was like a really traumatic experience. I don't think that she was thinking, I don't think anyone was thinking that that information was going to come to light on the show and then it did. And then everyone had to navigate it. And it's like, I can't imagine like my life being that where torn apart her relationships, her friendships, like everything Mm -hmm. is that one. But that's still not when she started therapy, right? That was no, like that was before. Way before. And I think even like she even all the way through Miami girl wasn't necessarily in therapy. Yes, that was like all of the acting out that happened before. Yeah. And like 
her going to Sandoval's house in that green dress to like pick up the DVR and like dating James. And like dating that James. was the biggest cry for help. Yeah. It was like dating James. Mm-hmm. That was, I mean, that kind of behavior is so, <laughs> what do I say about this? Um, I guess we could call it codependent. Mm-hmm. Like she couldn't, she couldn't be alone and, and she also had to be with someone like in such always such close proximity to the group. Yeah. Like she could like and all of them kind of do that. Like I feel like they don't have a sense of self outside of the group, which is why they like hold on so tightly and will like be raked over the coals and be like abused and still like come back for more. Mm-hmm. It's like they're all in this like abusive relationship with each other. Yeah. And they feel like they can't survive without it. And like, I don't want to say they're not wrong, but I understand why they're under that pretense Yeah, because of the show. The show is like the, it's like the tie that binds them all together. I feel like maybe Kristen is going to surprise us and pull out something crazy this season because she knows. She knows like she's out. Yeah. She knows she has to do something and show up to work to like stay in the game. She wants to, but I mean, she's probably... She's so conflicted. Like yeah. she doesn't want to be crazy Kristen, but Mm-mm. she also wants to be, she wants to be on the show. Yeah. She's like as fucked up as she is. Like she's like a total caretaker. I think she's like a compulsive caretaker. Yeah. Is what I see from her. Mm-hmm. Like she's like always, which is why she's like, there's a crisis. Like Brittany finds out about Faith and she's literally running mm-hmm. to Brittany and like screaming at Jax. Like, I don't think that's just because the cameras are on. I think she feels like there's a crisis. I got to be there. Yeah. This is my role. Like, mm-hmm. this is how I feel good. Yeah. I feel good when I am caring for someone. Yeah. That tracks. I see that for yeah. her. And just being like, trying positioning herself as this like warrior for justice and like trying to like bring everything to light and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. It's like she has two roles. Like the old role was like being the destructive one. Mm-hmm. And then the new role is like, caretaking and like mending everything for everyone yeah but like <laughs> not she seems like she's in a dead-end relationship right i it's, just like can't there's no life there's no like spark there's no it's like hey honey like it's just like yeah i don't get that relationship at all like it just seems like so bland like going from like sandoval who was definitely like a character like he is something mm-hmm. and then james who is also a character and then carter who's like a slice of like white bread <laughs> maybe it's it might be the healthiest version of what she could have mm-hmm. um i don't right doubt now. that yeah like i it seems pretty like maybe i we don't know yeah we don't know we just know that he's less of a personality and he's more of like a submissive role than like james or sandoval mm-hmm what about James? Oh my God. We didn't talk about James. Yeah, we didn't talk about James. <sighs> James is so, James makes me sad. So yeah. Sad. He's, he has the young factor, which I feel like makes him act out more, but also makes you like have more hope from him for mm-hmm. him. Cause he's not like 40. Yeah. Like he's like 23 or something. Yeah. He, there's still a lot of hope. I mean, we got, he, he's, he's interesting because we got a window with his mom mm-hmm. who was terrifying. Yeah. And, and that made his relationship with Kristen make perfect sense. Yeah. To me. That was a like they were, analysis. They were, they're exactly the same person essentially. Wow. Is this like, that's so interesting. It's like Katie 
and Kristen are both mommy, mm-hmm. like in their relationships mm-hmm. with their like lost floundering boys. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Jane, so we got a window and like the divorce and he got emotional, but like, and I feel for him and I think it's partially real, but it also feels like he uses it as a manipulation in other moments. Mm-hmm. Like he uses it as like a way to not take accountability for himself. Yeah. And his, his relationship with drinking is very concerning. Yeah. Totally. And like probably more than that. Mm-hmm. What about the stuff with Logan? Like what about... Oh, that. Oh, my God. Yeah. And Raquel, who's mm-hmm. like not... Raquel seems like not all there. Mm-mm. Like I'm like, what do they talk about? They don't talk. Yeah. They're like fucked up. Or yeah. they're hungover. Mm-hmm. How do they meet? Instagram? Or we I don't, don't know. know. Um, I mean, he's just, he's so, he's so, he's so lost and he's so insecure. And I think he just like, he loves being a part of the group so much. Like he, I mean, he admitted like he dated Kristen to get on the show Mm -hmm. and like he knows what he's doing. Yeah. But he also could totally Mm self-destruct. He's, he's concerning. Yeah. He's unstable. Yeah. And, like, I feel like just his mom, like, that relationship is so volatile. And, like, when I think Kristen came forward and after they broke up or something said that, like, his mom had stolen her credit cards at one point <gasps> and, like, went and charged oh a bunch God, of Botox so and stuff. Oh, my she's a scammer. On. Yeah, she's so a he's, scammer. That's why he's a little scammer. Yeah. And she just seems like it's, like, just a seems like a really kind of sick relationship. Wow. I also think, like, him being friends with Max is probably, like... Was the original scam. Yeah. Oh, totally. Original sin. To get in. Yeah. But I think his family was close with Lisa. Yeah, but Lisa, like, I think he really plays that up and she really plays it down. So who Mm -hmm. knows what the truth is. She'll be like, I met them twice. Like, that's what she said. Like, I've met his mother twice. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, yeah, Max is a good way to get in there. Because Max is vulnerable. Yeah. He is so vulnerable. And Max also, it's kind of shocking. Like, he isn't part of the group. The closest he came that to being in the really group was when he and Faith were together and they were all kind of going on vacation That's and stuff. Right. Wow. Forgot about that. Yeah. And also maybe another reason why Lisa is like not like why Faith isn't on the show because I forgot. Oh I forgot literally until is, now yeah. that she dated Max. So she's like an ex. Yeah. She's an ex of Max's. Wow. I wonder why. I wonder if Max doesn't want to be on the show or if Lisa doesn't want Max on the show. No, I don't buy that one. It's got to be Max. Yeah. She would love it. She, she, she's on every show she can get on. Yeah. I don't know. He's, he's not much of a presence when he has been on the show. I think that he's troubled. Mm -hmm. And I think that Pandora is like the golden perfect child who's yeah. like in the family business. But she's and also like the biological child. Yeah. Which is like yeah. gonna fuck him up even more. Yeah. Although I think he weirdly looks like Ken. <laughs> yeah. He looks like he does look like Doesn't he? the fam. Yeah. But yeah, I feel bad for Max too. Like my heart goes out to him because it does seem like he's like a bit of a failure to launch himself and like mm-hmm. kind of in the shadows and he just like and Lisa pretends that she has these like 
old school values where like I I tell my kids they need to work and like he started as a busboy and he's going to work his way up and then it's like cut to her furnishing and buying him a house mm-hmm. and it's like okay yeah you don't really no you don't really not care real. that much yeah I think there's a lot of guilt about Max mm-hmm. from her yeah I could see that too who else have we not talked about we didn't really talk about Ariana no that much yeah and she had a big reveal mm-hmm this is what I think about her. I think that she is better than everyone on the show, mm-hmm. but she's trying to prove that she's better than everyone on the show. And mm-hmm. that can come off really obnoxiously. Yeah. Because like, you're not, you're, you're on the show. Yeah. You're on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're still a, part of it. You're, you're very much a part of this. And I think people are very turned off by her, like better than Ness, but like she also is mm-hmm. like, she's smarter. She's hotter. She's better. Yeah. She's, she just is. Um, her reveal was really surprising because I feel like she puts on this false self that's like, I don't want to say it's false, but like she puts on a bit of a show about like being like a strong independent woman kind yeah. of thing and or very, like feminist, like, feminist and, like, and like outspoken and not to say that you can't be those things and have that abuse but she just has never showed us that fragility except when her she got really emotional at that birthday yeah about her dad but that mm-hmm. was like you could just like write that out it's like her dad passed away and it's her birthday how yeah. hard mm-hmm. sure yeah um but she's got some shit She's got some real shit if she was in a relationship like that. Yeah. And you don't just find yourself in a relationship like that randomly. No, there's a reason that you yeah, got there. And maybe a pattern. Mm-hmm. And it makes me wonder a lot about Sandoval. In what way? Just that like, just like is what he... she went from like a incredibly emotionally abusive relationship to being in a relationship with Sandoval. Yeah. And like, what is, what is his, their dynamic really? Like he seems like a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Um, and like very sensitive, but also look who he's friends with. Like what's the other, like, I feel like we haven't seen the other side of him. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's like he puts her on this pedestal mm-hmm. and he treats her really well and obviously cares about her and loves her and is very affectionate and like open about how he feels about her. Mm-hmm. But I've always kind of felt that she doesn't reciprocate that or she does to a certain extent, but it doesn't go She's rejecting. Yeah. And she's, she's like keeping up a wall. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's like an intimacy thing or like what it is. But like I've never I've never truly bought from her the like I don't ever want to get married thing. and have kids. Like yeah. I just know because I've also like said that, but I don't really mean it. And yeah. like she holds tight. Yeah. And she holds tight. And it's like. I just know when they're when that's coming from a place of like when and it's coming from a place a of motivation is like a defense rather than being like no I truly just have thought about it and it's just not for me and I think this like this relationship that she revealed that she went through like plays perfectly into like why you would then yeah. craft that narrative about your life where it's like I don't want to get married I don't want that I don't need that like yeah. and she. Because she probably feels like deep down she can never have that. So it's easier for her to be the one to reject it and say, like, I'm not even going to try. Or that if she had it, it would be someone like him, Mm -hmm. her ex. And then she would be trapped forever. Yeah. Maybe that's... She just seems emotionally unavailable. Mm -hmm. And he obviously is into that. But, like, also not into it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Cause like Kristen is also kind of emotionally unavailable. So it seems. Yeah. And like their relationship was very much, I feel like their relationship was based on like withholding like love and affection in times of like strife. Yeah. Like when they were going through something, it Mm -hmm. was like, don't kiss me or like, don't touch me. Yeah. Yeah. And like with Kristen. Yeah. with Yeah. Which is like maybe similar to what's happening on the show now. Yeah, and then the fact that Sandoval is, like, best friends with Jax and, like, takes his back and this kind of thing yeah, is, like, that truly is definitely something to look at. Right, like, they're, it's, can I feel, don't you feel like we've never seen Sandoval's dark side on the show? I feel like we've only seen the light. Yeah, we've never seen we've the never dark We've never seen side. the dark. Mm-mm. Let's see it. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready, too. <laughs> <laughs> bring it it's gotta be there yeah there's no way it's not there ariana seems very mad at him what did he do well i feel like him talking about like their sex life and like repeatedly bringing up the fact that they're not having sex and like putting that on blast probably annoys her to some extent and then like even if i put myself in her shoes and like like last season when he went up to her or when he like took her aside at the wedding and was like, Mm. I want to get married and I Mm want to do all this stuff with you. I would have been irritated at that in retrospect. Like I would have been like, what was her response? I can't remember. I feel like she was kind it was kind of like ambivalent or like a bit of a brush off or like, Mm. it was just kind of like, I don't feel that way or like, and it was not, yeah, she's, she's closed off. Yeah. And I like, if I had said that or like had brought that up as something that's like, I don't, I don't want that. Or like, I don't want to talk about it. I would be not happy with the person being like, okay, now we're on camera. I'm going to get really emotional and tell you on camera how I want to like <laughs> at our friend's wedding. Yeah. At our friend's wedding, how I want to marry you and have babies with you. I would just be like, why are you doing this? Yeah, of course. And it also does feel like a little boy saying it. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like she is, more grown up or something or more mature, more realistic. She's like, okay, like little kid being like, I want to marry you and have your babies. It's like, she's like, do you know what that really means? Yeah. And he's like, whatever, we'll figure it out. Yeah. And it's like, no. Yeah. You're literally going to give Lisa Vanderpump $60,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think like as much as the sh- as much shit as the women get on the show, the more we talk about them, I'm like, all the women have their shit together so much more than the men. Yeah, they truly and I just do. Never realized it. Yeah, but like, maybe not emotionally, but like in life. In life, they have like, they at least are like on a trajectory, like doing something. Ariana got a book deal for a cocktail. But Katie has her beauty something. Um, Kristen has a lol version of a veggie lifestyle. Yeah. Whatever, but they're trying. The they're guys, trying and they like live like, yeah, they're doing. But the guys, the guys are they're on the show and they're like, we're doing the show. And the girls are like, think ahead, bro. Yeah. Like we're thinking ahead. And they're yeah. just like, whatever. No, the guys have like no plan. Like Maybe they're that's just, just male cycle. privilege. Maybe they just don't need a plan and they're going to be fine. Maybe. Because like they'll get paid more and they'll get more respect and like they won't be they won't age and like be less beautiful and mm-hmm. it's just like they don't have to worry as much. Yeah. And they can just like do whatever they want. 
And I mean, Tom Schwartz now has like kind of the jackpot because he gets to be on the show as more of a main character. Right. And like, and now he's has this opportunity literally fall into his lap that's unearned to like. So unearned. The last time they did business, he bartended at pump, had a panic attack and, and left to shift shift. <laughs> and now he gets to be part owner of a, a new na- and the namesake of a restaurant in West Hollywood. Yeah. Cool, it's like, bro. Yeah. Great job. It has. You know what? Fuck Lisa. Why did she not partner with women? Yeah. Fuck her. I'm pissed now. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Actually. Why didn't she have like the Stasi? I don't even know. Like something the else. Witches like, like, the witches of WeHo. The witches. Build up the women because yeah. the Stasi storyline is fake and everyone knows she doesn't want to be an event. You're not actually building her up. Mm-hmm. But I wonder though how mu- how much longer Stasi's going to last. Like I feel like mm-hmm. she. She's also edging out. We just don't care as much. She's edging out, but at, like. I don't know if you saw like what she posted this week or she like got in trouble again because yeah. she had like the Nazi chic. Yeah. Oh yeah. You Last sent that to me, me, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she is so dumb. She cannot like stop digging her own grave. This was like a new low. I, I just, this was crazy. This was crazy. This was like using the N word to me. Yeah. It was like on that level where like there's no subtlety. You just don't do it. It's yeah. not funny. Yeah. Oh, yikes. And so I wonder if she like in five years is still going to be a thing because it seems like she I mean, sadly, I feel like this kind of behavior does get rewarded in some way. Like we've obviously seen that with like the election and stuff. But yeah. like, I just don't. I don't know how much longer she can really be around, like, acting like this. Yeah, I don't know, because it doesn't seem like she's learning. No. Like, you would think you would think that there would be some sort of improvement, mm-hmm. and then instead it's, like, two months later, the same fucking shit happens. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she is, she knows how to talk to the camera, mm-hmm. and she knows how to be on camera. Those mm-hmm. things are consistent. But her relevancy in the show is not. Oh, something I want to talk about is, do you think that Stassi and Schwartz and Katie all have sex? Together? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I never thought about that. It kind of crossed my mind, first of all, because they like joke about being like a thruple. Yeah. But then like they also were asked, like, would you have a threesome? And they like all said yes. Really? Yeah. In some interview, some like deep dive I did. And I was like, whoa, "Whoa, maybe they are. But like only not in a conscious way, like in a like we're getting fucked up and we're all gonna. Well, here's the thing. Now that you say that, I feel like they were recently just on a three- person vacation together where they were like binge drinking the entire yes, time i saw that it was for um was it new year's i think it might yeah, have been new year's it was yeah. new year's and they were like in the bathtub like yeah the three of them yeah they could be like all hooking up together but then like it's blackout and they like never acknowledge it or remember because i feel like that's the version yeah or it's like something happened and it's just like silly and i'm so hung over the next day and like and like we're not going to talk about it on the show yeah we're never going to talk about it on the show but, but it's like, like the truth always comes out mm-hmm. yeah i could see that actually that's a good instinct right mm-hmm. yeah let's look for it i love that that's like a season seven i think <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're headed yeah because i can't imagine like 
I mean, I guess like, I don't know, the going on the honeymoon together is kind of weird. But then, uh-huh. I mean, I'd go on Ryan's honeymoon with him and Jonathan. Yeah, it is weird. But it is like definitely, it's a it's a decision that everyone makes. Mm-hmm. It's what like does a, Jonathan have to say about this? He does not love that idea. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. And if, I mean, obviously, if he was like, no, I'm not going to be like, well, it's happening anyways. <laughs> Fuck you. But like. But Ryan will. Yeah. But like the three, those three people, like they said, like, we want to do this all together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like we want to have our special time. There's no such thing as special time. Yeah. It's like they don't have, I feel like they have just these empty relationships. They need a buffer. Mm -hmm. They need like an intimacy buffer. Yeah. What's the way, like, is it just like therapy is the way they could break the cycle? Yeah, I mean, I just feel like they don't know themselves. Mm -hmm. And so they're just like behaving badly. Well, they literally like fell into a thing that was never supposed to be anything. Like this was Tom. All like everyone. Oh, oh, everyone on the show. Yeah, everyone on the show. Like it was like they worked this job that was just supposed to be like a paycheck while they pursued their dreams and then fell mm-hmm. into this reality show that then became like, uh, like has taken off and now is like a thing. Yeah. And like, this was never the plan. So now they yeah. have to like reckon with that and like navigate it. But also it's like, it caught them in a moment where they were about to like either revolve out of or evolve out of this mm-hmm. like life state that they were in like it, they caught them at moments where it was like some of them were going to move home. Like it's like right at the end of being trying to be like a model. They were actor. trying so hard to make it work and they were barely like paying their rent. Yeah. And then they got this. I wonder what they got paid season one. Nothing. Probably I'm sure. Nothing. Yeah. Cause they all still worked at sir. And the whole thing was like, they were working there all the time. Yeah. It's, I think it's really just like on a related tangent. I think it's really fucked up that Lisa Vanderpump is taking money from them. Maybe it's fake. Maybe she's not. Like for like the for, for Tom Toms. Yeah. Like you're robbing them blind. This is like all probably all the money they have saved. Someone had like was texting me about their like restaurant deal and cuz she was like cuz I was asking on the podcast like if anyone knows about restaurants like please yeah. tell me because I don't know how any of this works. Right. And so her she this girl was texting me and her mom works in the restaurant industry and was saying that initially the deal seemed like it seemed like a good deal but that lisa is basically getting out of paying them a licensing fee to use their names so instead she's been like you pay me to like own a part of this thing and if you don't want to do it, she will just make the restaurant and call it. I and mean, she could make it and call it. Licensing fee? But if she if she decided to, she could just say, "I'm not going to name this Tom Tom, and I'll just name it something else." And if people would still go to it. It's not like the only way people are going to yeah. go to it is if Tom Tom no. is the name. Like people are going to go to any restaurant that she opens. Right. So like, Which is crazy. this is her loophole to get out of having to pay them a licensing. Great insight. Thank you for getting this intel. Yeah. I was wondering. Yeah. And so that actually like really tracks because it's like, that's so shady. Mm-hmm. And I they think, don't have I that- think her and Ken are shady as hell. Yeah. I They strike me as, they're, first of all, there's absolutely no way that their restaurants provide that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Nope. There's no way. And they were, they had that lifestyle before Real Housewives. Yeah. Because that's why she got on the show. Yeah. 
restaurants do not make you that rich. Yeah. I My theory with no research backing it up is that Ken comes from money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that like be. he met her young and he was like she this was rich very, older guy. He was older and yeah. she was young. I and, think she was in her 20s. Yeah. I think met. she was really young and was like a rich, handsome, older guy. Mm-hmm. And then like they went into the restaurant business, but like they from money. Yeah. I don't think. And then like she has this bullshit on Real Housewives. Like I have to work every day. Like I have to pay my bills. It's like this doesn't even track for your character. Like why are you doing? Why are yeah. you saying this? Yeah. It's just like more. I mean, she's definitely like business savvy, but like, yeah, I don't think there's no way that those restaurants can make that much money. Yeah. And I think she put Tom and Tom in a really gross position Mm -hmm. when they were like sweat. I mean, maybe it, I think it was a fake negotiation for Lisa Mm -hmm. for sure at the minimum of fakeness. Yeah. But like just the fact that they have to pay that much when she has, I don't know, it just seemed really really gross the whole power dynamic yeah but uh, the whole thing behind the restaurant it's like rubs me the wrong way mm-hmm. i'm like is it just gonna get messier and messier until something really bad happens like that has been like a gut feeling that i've had before where i'm like this could get like so intertwined and like dark and twisted yeah. that like yeah. something really really bad happens yeah it could N- not that i necessarily want that to be the case but it just like when, it's a recipe for disaster, which yeah. is why, like, it's a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, she's just getting more and more intertwined. And I mean, marrying that, marrying Tom and Katie, <laughs> that was the most narcissistic response I'd ever seen when she took it personally that Tom oh, cheated yeah. on Katie. Yeah. I went to the woods. <laughs> That's what she said. I went to the I woods. I went into the woods. Yeah. Like, even if she was a guest at the wedding, I think she would have had the same response. Like, I was a witness yeah. at this union. And you disrespected. Me. Yeah. Do you actually believe what you're saying right now? That's psychotic. It was crazy. Yeah. I was lolling. For her to give him the heat for that is, like, insane. It's just... And for her to wild. take on that role. Yeah. It's wild. It's She's wild. like this evil, like, mother hen. Mm-hmm. It won't end well. It's not going to end well. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for being my guest. You're I feel so like welcome. more enlightened. <laughs> um, this is a more serious episode, but I yeah. appreciate a serious we got episode. Real. Yeah. Okay. Um, for those of you who are Patreon supporters, we're going to go to a bonus episode. But for the rest of you, I bid you farewell. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Sexy Unique Podcast is brought to you by the following premium sponsors, Logan Cumberland Lambert, Lori Wheat, Meredith Good, and William Jones. Thanks to you guys, it's all happening. I know, I know I'm feeling, cause I know, I know I'm feeling, cause I know, I know.